only two weeks away from the 500 five-star review meetup party here at Motor Trend, Holman. You, you mean the one on uh, August 10th here at the El Segundo Motor Trend headquarters? I am talking about the one from 1 to 5 p.m. on a Saturday, August 10th at the Motor Trend headquarters. Uh, is that the one where we're going to provide uh, cold Dr. Pepper and food? Yes. It's also the one that Nissan is showing up to and our friends at Decked. Oh, speaking of our friends at Decked, um, well, you should probably head on over to Decked.com slash truck show. Why? Because I believe that this is the last week of the contest. You need to do that now because if you would like to join us, which I'm not sure why you would, but just in case you're you bored, <laughs> you, uh, you found a babysitter and need a place to go. If you want to join us in L.A., wherever you live, Decked will fly you and a guest out to L.A. to spend the weekend with us. And I think we're going to extend it. Not just so Holman and I will treat you to the party and you'll watch the, the podcast being recorded and all those shenanigans. But I think we're going to do dinner after that. And I think we're going to show you to wait, 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 a wait, movie. Wait. We have to feed them a lunch and dinner? I think that you and, and gonna, entertain them. I think we're going to take them to Phantom Carriage down the way, and we're going to have some uh, some sours, ice cold sours. <laughs> uh-huh. Yes, All right. if they don't like, like sour, that. we'll get them an IPA. What if they don't like IPAs? What if they don't drink beer? Well, then Ooh. we'll just go. Oh, you know what? Then we're going to go to Me and Ed's in Lakewood, and we're going to have the best pizza known to man. Or, oh, by the way, Me and Ed's is great. Uh, yes. Or we will go to uh, the Randsburg General Store uh, about two hours out in the desert and give them uh, milkshakes. Oh, my God. We should really do that. That's a long drive. It's a long do- drive, would they, but would they, they will be flown in by decked, and that means that they won't have a car. They, and they will be flown in by decked and then killed by the Truck Show podcast. <laughs> <laughs> they will go back with uh, some sort of dysentery maybe from uh, <laughs> we're not eating going to, all this food we're not going to mexico oh you know okay I mean? well that's true uh no seriously deck.com slash truck show the decked out 500 five-star review meetup giveaway uh come on down you just thought i don't know, what said, I don't know what said come on down i don't know enter to win well no they, they can come down <laughs> yes we do want down. you to come down if you're yeah. in the southern california area we do want you to be here it we've got a parking lot out here drive your truck your Jeep, if you're in some other part of the country, go to deck.com slash truck show and register to win this trip for two. And it's not just the trip to join us here at Motor Trend. No. They also have a second and third well, place prize. The grand prize is a trip to visit us at our 500 five-star review listener meetup <laughs> hotspot. Come join us. But you also get a fully kitted out deck system with a D-box, a cross box, locks, dividers, and a deck ball cap as the grand prize but don't fret because if uh, you don't win there's still an opportunity at second and third place second place gets 45% off a deck system a D-box cross box decked ball cap and third place 45% off a deck system by the way that's a huge deal yeah. cross box and a decked ball cap so you have a chance to win so there are opportunities to win three different prizes from our friends over at deck so deck.com mm-hmm. slash truck show make sure you register Get on the uh, contest. It ends at, I believe, 11.59 p.m. on July 31st. So you are running out of time. You only have a couple days to go. And I hear that Nissan is giving away a Titan with the— No, 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 no. Nissan's bringing a Titan. Oh, they're not—okay. So Uh are they going to have the Cummins-powered I don't know what's uh, coming. I know know they're going to bring us a Titan, Mm -hmm. and they're going to bring some marketing people so they can talk to all of our uh, listeners who show up so they can get a chance to see the Titan in person. Okay. Also bringing in the uh, Destination Frontier concept, which was the concept that Nissan put together for the Overland Expo that shows how to build a soup-to-nuts Overlander for 40 k But Nissan doesn't make soup or nuts. Uh, They don't, but they make really good uh, pickup trucks that are really reliable just ask J.D. Power, uh, by the way, the Titan, the most reliable pickup in initial quality survey. And they've got a five-year, 100,000-mile warranty, which you probably just won't need. 
Uh, but you'll have it just in case. And then also, if you want the uh, most affordable truck in America, check out the Nissan Frontier. And if you've got a company and you need a van to haul your stuff and haul your people, also the Nissan NV. So head on down to NissanUSA. <laughs> and all your people. <laughs> what? I just had a picture in, my, picture in my head that you're just shoving people in there. Just like no seats. Yeah, right? you just, like, everybody. Oh, party. Just like, a, like a clown car. Oh, man. I would love to take a high roof uh, NV and then turn it into like the... Uh, the party machine. Uh, the party. Well, kind of like they did in. Uh, there was one in Huntington Beach, California. I'm sure they were all over the place in the in the 90s, where they ha- would have a a limo like a, a mirror ball inside. Oh and yeah, spa in the back. Do you remember the old limos that had spas in the back? Yeah. We just put a spa inside. That way, with the uh, the high roof NV and all that mm-hmm. payload, you can carry all the water and a little more privacy with no yeah, windows. Yeah, but it, but if it splashed out, then could you be- imagine you're driving down the street and the water's just pouring out of the back of your NV? Yeah, that would not be good. Hey, are we on episode? Is it seven? This is episode 79. Don't mess this one up. Oh, Alice! What do you mean, Alice? <laughs> we never do that, ever. Except for every episode that has high, high suckage. <laughs> well, I don't think this one's going to suck. from the suckage! We have a pretty cool episode uh, because we have a special guest today in studio that you've been promising for uh, months now. Are you delivered? Are you surprised that I delivered? Yes! <laughs> I am absolutely surprised and... Uh, what he has to talk about, I think, is going to be pretty cool to uh, to our listeners. I think this person bought a truck that is going to make both you and I jealous. All right. Well, on that note, let's start the show. The Truck Show. We're going to show you what we know. We're going to answer what the truck, because truck rides with show we have the lifted we have the lowered and everything in between we'll talk about trucks that run on diesel and the ones that run on gasoline the truck show the truck show the truck show it's the truck show with your hosts lightning and holman Oh my gosh. Uh, well, we do have a guest that's sitting here. We're going to have you uh, chill out for just one second on the casting couch. And I think what we need to do is we've got some uh, got some truck news we need so to get to. Right? A little truck news, a little email, and then we'll get to our guest. So first, we're going to launch right into uh, what's new in trucks. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. What's new in trucks? We need to know. Lifted, lowered, and everything in between. What's happening in the world of trucks? Oh! Uh. Ooh. It's, you know what? I feel like nice. the silence, when we do the silence, that, you know, sometimes we don't let it just linger long enough. We I didn't let it linger good. long enough this time. I mean, time. We, didn't, we didn't hit it perfectly like mm-hmm. we have in the past, but I felt we had a nice linger. Yeah. Nice, nice long linger. It's like that Cranberry song. Oh. That would be a linger. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did you uh, hear? No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, GM. Wait, was it? Was it? Did you hear? Or did you see? Nope. Did you hear? Because we're on a podcast. Okay, that's got what it. I've decided. Okay. Uh, like so, did you hear? Uh, no. Uh, GM finally released the uh, 2023 liter straight six Duramax in the Silverado and uh, GMC half ton fuel economy. I no no I didn't see the fuel economy. Oh wait, I did see that. It was in the high twenties, wasn't it? Wasn't? Much more impressive. Uh, better than some mid-sized sedans. Excuse me? A uh, best of 33 miles per gallon. 33? In a half-ton truck. What? So let's break it down a little bit. So two-wheel drives will be, uh, and this is EPA rated, uh, 23 city, 33 highway. 
Can you imagine 23 in the city? Uh, no. That's that's well, what's really a, impressive. What's a Prius? A Prius is probably a like lot. in the high 30s, 40s, right? Something yeah, something like that. Like that. Right. Like high 40s, highway, and uh, four-wheel drives, 23 city also, okay. but then they drop down to 29 on the highway. All right. So if you're looking to see how that compares- That's still pretty damn impressive. Yeah. Well, you got to remember. So this is a 277 horsepower and 460 pound-foot of torque uh, engine. If you compare it to right. the competition, Ford is 254.40. Ram in the classic is 244.20. We're, of course, still waiting for all the numbers of Ram. That 244.20 number is actually going up quite a bit. So just because production is out there, we'll go off the classic Ram numbers. So Ford is two-wheel drive, 22.30, and four-wheel drive, 20 miles per gallon, 25 highway. Ram on the classic is 20 city, 27 on the two-wheel drive, mm-hmm. 1927. On the four-wheel drive. And for fun, the Chevy Colorado, 20 city, 30 highway now, on the two-wheel drive. You pay uh, quite a penalty for four-wheel drive, don't you? Uh, you do. But uh, it depends if you're out in the middle of nowhere and then don't get stuck. No, no, I'm not saying to not have it. I'm just saying fuel economy Yeah, wise. obviously the extra weight, right? Right. Colorado is 19 city, 28 highway on the Duramax. So that's how those load up. The GM will have 1,870 pounds of payload and 9,300 pounds of towing. Now, Ford best them in both of those 1940 payload and 11,500 towing. Holy moly. That's a lot of that's a lot of towing. Read me that again. 1,940 pounds of payload and 11,500 for the Ford on towing. GM is going to do 1870 and 9300 max. Hmm. Uh, where the Ram falls in there is uh, 1640 payload and 9290, barely short of the GM. So it'll be interesting when the new version, the Ram DT, uh, comes out the those were the classic Ram DS numbers when the DT finally gets launched with the EcoDiesel later this year. Uh, I'm sure they'll uh, I'm sure they haven't released all the numbers yet because they're waiting for GM to make the first move. Good time to be a diesel guy, especially yeah. in the half ton market. Yeah. I mean, th- the fact that you're beating uh, I think a Malibu 2.0T and even a Honda Accord, certain <laughs> Malibu. But I mean, yeah, a half ton truck that can tow almost 10,000 pounds, better fuel economy than some of these midsize sedans. Huh. I wonder what they did. Diesel. No, no, I know that, but I mean, I wonder what <laughs> ten-speed automatic transmission. Oh, the ten-speed! Wow. I have not driven it yet, but I, I can't wait. It's supposed to be one heck of a sweet engine. So, uh, one of our guys was out there. We may have to have him uh, come on the show and talk to us. Maybe uh, next episode about his driving impressions. I think so. All right. Um, moving along. Did you see? Oh, no, you can't say. Do see that? Well, I, no, you can. If you're, are you talking about the Ford? The yes. F-150? Well, then yes. it is Did You Wouldn't See. Then it is Did You See. So we're going to be taking this prototype, and we're going to be towing 10 double-decker freight cars weighing over 1 million pounds uh, for 1,000 feet. <laughs> 1 million pounds with an electric Ford F-150. So we don't know much about the electric Ford F-150. We know that their, uh, Ford just made a huge investment in Rivian, which is the other electric truck that's coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we don't know how much power... We don't know how the drivetrain is going to be set up. They disclosed nothing in this commercial. Yeah, so they, uh, Ford, if you hadn't seen it this last week, put out this, uh, I don't know, it's a five-minute and 45-second uh, video, and it's pretty well done. Uh, the woman who was driving and hosting the whole thing, I was a little disappointed. She didn't have a whole lot of information. Well, she and that's just, by design. This yeah, is Ford right. doing the, you know, the long... The long tail. This is the first tease of it. They want people to understand that, hey, electric trucks are, are there to do work. The fact that an electric uh, motor will have 100% of torque at zero RPM is great for applications like this. Now, mm-hmm. how it works in the real world, 
remains to be seen. I've had yeah, some electric vehicles lately. Yeah, a lot of guys were weighing in on this thing. You know, we posted this on our socials, and guys were like, yeah, I mean, not that impressive because towing the the train on wheels, yes, it's a million pounds, but I guess it's not that difficult, right? It would. It's a lot more impressive if this vehicle had, you know, could go 750 miles on a charge. Right, exactly. Right? And you look at even the Tundra was able to tow the space shuttle a short distance, you know, through Los Angeles, and you guys remember the stunt done there. Yes, they towed a million pounds, a thousand feet. Uh, they showed the torque of the electric motor. They showed that the truck is viable. But again, it's still a marketing stunt to kind of get people prepared for it. So how hot were those motors when they finished? I don't know. I, don't know. I mean, they, I'm sure they're water cooled. Yeah, I'm sure yeah. they're water cooled. Okay. Um, but we just don't know enough about it, about it yet. And then really, again, going back to your point, uh, if you can match the same range with the electric F-150 as you can with the gas F-150, now we're talking. But it takes a long time to charge. There's not a lot of infrastructure out there. I know the the EV guys will say, yes, there is. But the reality is, is if you don't have it at your house and you're going to squat at the mall or, you know, a, a, a parking lot somewhere or at you know, maybe you're lucky and you have an all-day charger at work or something like that, it's just not as easy. And you're waiting hours to, to charge a potentially massive battery pack versus five-minute right. fill-up at the gas station. It's going to happen, though. I mean, I was oh, – man, I read a story. They're, they're on a very fast timeline to – swap out all of the diesel uh, container movers down at the port of Long Beach and sure. the port of Los Angeles. So by 2030, something like that, um, there won't be any more diesels down there as far as like the, the top handlers and some of those machinery yeah. that'll all be electric, electric, electrified. Which makes so, more sense because they can they can plug in down but the, at the port. The electricity, the electrical grid down there, it's just got to be so beefed up, you know? And, and then where does that electricity come from? Well- Coal burning plants. So well, I, I sometimes or hydroelectric or hydroelectric, solar. But I mean, yeah. there's no perfect answer. It's got to be a tapestry of technologies, and it can't just be uh, everything's got to be electric. There's, you know, it's got to be a lot of different things working together, mm-hmm. and you know, the grid is going to have to be beefed up for all that. I know we've had listeners email us before and say we're stupid on electric and all that kind of stuff, and they're excited for it. Totally get it. But, uh, you know, in a lot of use cases. Are we sounding old school right now? Are we sounding like, because we say that a lot of times that truck guys are slow to adopt new technology. They're a little, you know, they're not uh, tech forward. Yeah. Um, are, are we sounding that way? Because we're no, not all so. gung-ho. I'm and- all about torque. I just don't think that, you know, electric vehicles are in the prime time yet. I think we're still in the early phases. And I think the more vehicles that come out and show more capability and make it as seamless. I think the driving experience of a, you know, uh, electric vehicle is great. I think they're a lot of fun and, and all that stuff. It's just the charging experience. So we'll see. Hey, did you see? No, it's, hey, did you hear? Hey, did you hear? No, I didn't. You haven't told but you me didn't the story see it either. No, come on. All right, so uh, the uh, 2019 Silverado got a redesign. Yes, right. And some people are, you know, maybe don't think it looks tough enough or maybe uh, they- You're a little understated right now. Uh, they hate it. They think it's the ugliest thing known to man. And I don't. Uh, I, I, and but you know what? Guys are buying them. There's a certain company out there that's making them way cooler. Already? Uh, how about a new Silverado body style based Hennessy Goliath 6x6? Oh, yeah, the 6x6. Saw that. Very that cool. That thing is freaking awesome. So, obviously, the other six-wheeler was the Ford F-150 based Velociraptor. Uh, this thing is a beast, limited to just 24 units. And, uh, well, I'll have you guess the price in a second. They fit the Goliath's 6.2 liter V8 with a cold air intake, stainless steel mm-hmm. exhaust. Uh, easier breathing allows the Chevy to make it easy 450 horsepower, but... They'll add a 2.9-liter supercharger and a stroker kit to the engine for the right price. God knows what the power numbers would be on that, right? Right. 
What do you think uh, you would pay for a uh, six by six? One of twenty-four. Huh. Interesting. One of twenty-four. Now keep all in right. mind it has an eight-inch lift. Yeah. Uh, Fox two shocks. Do all rear wheels drive? Yes. Okay. Thirty uh, and it's got thirty-seven either uh, BFGs or Toyo Open Countries on twenty-inch. Uh, Tennessee wheels. Okay, but you're not paying for the tires. You're paying for the engineering to stretch that the uh, stretch the truck. And, and by the, the suspension. way, it's the, it's the bed that's stretched, right? So the cab stays intact. The okay. uh, there's like a uh, the wheel well in the back now fits uh, four wheels total. Right. Okay. So you're gonna spend an extra hundred grand for the Hennessy badge on the back. Okay. So I'm gonna say the truck is the six by six is gonna run you two fifty. Whoa, are you wrong? Uh, so I'm over? Uh, price is right rules. You still have a ways to go. Oh, okay. So then I'm going to say I have a ways to Oh. 400,000. Yeah, 375,000. Are you kidding me? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, $375,000. Uh, wait a minute. <laughs> that's, a, that's a lot of money. Wait, for what? Why? <laughs> it's... So, oh, I so here's the deal: is that they put an extra 60, 70 grand into the truck, and then they mark that up three X. Is that how and it works? There's only twenty four. Do you want to do all the engineering? Uh, they got to pay no. for their R and D. No, wait a minute. So, look, Diesel Brothers, right? They've been stretching trucks, doing. They've got a couple six by sixes. Hmm. Yeah, moving on. I wonder if people feel like they. Um, if you've been watching Diesel Brothers for a long time, are you like, hey, been there, done that? Like they've. It's not new. Maybe you're a Gas Brothers fan and you want a <laughs> gas, gas engine and not a diesel engine. <laughs> yeah. Uh, huh. Yeah. He kind of looks. Hennessy's been out. He's typically out front on projects. Not on this one. Well, here's the deal. Not on this I one. D- I disagree with you. Do you really? I think, honestly, he's uh, doing it because he sold the crap out of the Velociraptor. No, no, whoa, whoa, whoa. And he's uh, market somebody to the Chevy guys. I get it. I'm, I'm not saying that he shouldn't do it. And I'm not. I'm just saying I feel like it's it, it's kind of been there, done that. Okay, well, uh, stand by for SEMA where the 8x8 will come out. <laughs> okay. Um, all right, moving right along. In uh, more GM news, how about mm-hmm. that C8 Corvette? How about it? All right. Next, and Next uh, story. <laughs> speaking of fast things, uh, Roush now says- Hold on, stop. Go back no, to the no, Corvette yeah, for a second, real quick, yeah. just briefly. Okay. How many guys are going to turbo that car? I don't know. I work for a guy that wants to turbo the car. Uh, is he going to buy and, one? And uh, well, we already have we already have two in- clients that have them that are willing to donate them. The initial vehicle is going to be pretty affordable. Starts at sixty. Yeah. Listen, I get it. It's a. It, it's to me, it's not a Corvette. Corvette is a front engine, rear wheel drive. I also know that GM has been wanting to do a mid engine Corvette forever. Here's my problem with it. It just isn't Corvette to me. It doesn't look like a Corvette. It doesn't have to me. It doesn't stand out like a McLaren. You see a McLaren and you know it, it's a McLaren. You see the Corvette and it sort of looks like a mix of a lot of different things. It's mm-hmm. The styling isn't as aggressive as a C7 and there's actually less frunk and trunk room than in a C7 and the C8, although it will fit your golf club, so I guess that's important to somebody. They definitely had the press photo with golf clubs in the back. Yep. Uh, price is right. I think if you look at it as, hey, this is what we can do and take all of our engineering resources and give you a world-class mid-engine sports car, great. But at the same time, if it's usability, there's like less function to the Should CA. they have just launched it under another badge, I, under a I new think badge? So. Yeah. You know, like the Zora or something like that, who was a designer who wanted to uh, make a mid engine. Right. Or the Zoro. <laughs> or the Zoro. Um, you know, and the other thing is, 
why are we getting away from that American V8 rear-wheel drive or front-engine rear-wheel drive? The Viper's gone now. The the C7 is uh, going out to pasture. Now everything's I just, just mid-engine. I just think they want to be in the same... They want to be World-class. talked about yep. with a McLaren Listen, and with those others, they'll, right? They'll sell every single one at that price point. Of course. To me, it's just, eh. Yeah. Like, I, I it's cool, but it's... it's like even the little black applique behind the uh, the door, the B pillar, mm-hmm. that's not really glass. Just like a piece of black plastic to make the it's, lines. It's really not glass. I think it's just black plastic. Oh, yeah, you don't see through it or anything like that. Okay, I don't know. I'm just, I get it. I get it that you want to, you know, take, you know, push the brand, take the next step, find new customers, business, business. business no, no, no. You want to find new roads, as they no, say. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. Find new roads. I, I just, I'm not. It for all the hype, I wasn't blown away when I saw it. I think it's a pretty cool car. Um, I think it's going to turn out to be a supercar because well, so the, many guys are going to hot rod. Well, it. not only that, but there's still the performance variants haven't been unleashed yet, right? This is your basic one year, first year of the base model, and then there's going to be you know ZR1s. We're going to see hundred and ten thousand dollar versions of it. Oh, it'll be more than that. Yeah, yeah. So that's coming. I, I, again, I get it, but it's like I don't know. Is a mid-engine car as practical as your daily driver if you're a dentist or a doctor who uh, who bought one? I don't know. I don't know either. I don't know. Truck guy. When are we going to drop a diesel in one? Uh, Who's going to put a Duramax in one? Hey, 33 miles per gallon on the highway. Yeah. <laughs> Better than the engine that's in it. Uh, I don't think it'll fit. Someone, I mean, just get a bunch of Crisco and we can make it squeeze that sucker in. <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of things that are fast, uh, Roush has uh, said that they now make the quickest production truck. Is that the F-150? The 2019 Roush Nightmare based on the, the F-150. The Nightmare? The Nightmare. Huh. Uh, apparently, they uh, had two configurations, a regular cab and a crew cab, and they did a bunch of testing, and uh, it was through a, a bunch of Roush engineers who put it together, a drag strip in sport mode, rear differential lock, the standard tires that come on the Roush vehicle inflated 32 pounds, and then they used a V-box, drift box, to measure all the runs. The production Nightmare 4x4 Super Crew hit 60 in 4.1 seconds. 4.1 seconds. The regular cab broke Four seconds. Oh my lord! Three point nine seconds, zero to sixty. That is fast. Now, surprisingly, not with EcoBoost. What's it rolling? It's the uh, five-liter Coyote V8. Oh. Uh, bumped up to uh, six hundred and fifty horsepower and six hundred ten pound-feet of torque. What's the price tag on that guy again? Uh, I don't think I had seen a price tag mentioned. Well, uh, we talked about the last Roush F one fifty. If you have to. Ask maybe oh, you can't really? afford it. What was the Roush that I? Because I called you when I was on the uh, the freeway about a week ago, and I go, "Hey, looky, looky, looky! I saw, I found a Roush." Because I never see him rolling on the streets. Yeah, and I did see it white with a black stripe. A uh, was that Super Duty or F one fifty? No, F one fifty, and it looked nice. But I knew someone overpaid for a truck. Quite possibly, cute Although, chick driving it. Three point nine seconds zero to sixty sounds pretty fun. Yeah, that's fast. What if you took the four by four and then you did all the suspension on it? Mm-hmm. That would be kind of fun. The, we got a, wow, yeah. You got I a mean, Raptor. But you have a V8. Yeah. Oh, right. That's got to happen. Hmm. Yeah, that's got to happen. Yeah. So what if somebody at Roush went and saw our friends over at Camberg or something like that and then put long travel suspension on it hmm. and then just went went nuts? Someone's definitely going to do that. And I want you to call us when you do. Yeah, please. Or uh, email us, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. All right. Well, I guess that's it for news. And uh, I'm excited because it's time to get to our guest. Yes. Matt, the motorator, DeAndrea. Don't hey, move. Hold on. Hold on. Wait, before wait, you do wait, that, wait, hold on. Wait, before you do that, wait. I just, wait. I just need to high five you. High five me? Yeah. Okay. 
Congratulations, you came through on a guest. Oh, that's right. Because you, you didn't think <laughs> we've that only I would. promised. Yeah, we've only promised to get Matt on here for like uh, I don't know six, seven, eight months. Matt, months. you don't know this, but literally we have been saying that we were going to yeah. have you in the studio for nine months. And Lightning keeps saying, "Yeah, I know him. I'm just going to text him." And I'm like, "I never do." I will. Wow. <laughs> I reached out to him on Instagram, like, "Hey, are you? Uh, <laughs> I, you don't know me, but you know my friend Jay." So anyway, this has been fun. We're out of time. I'll oh, see you guys. All right. Later. Hey, <laughs> hold on. Here we go. Yo. Drunk show! <laughs> who dis? Who dis? Who the hell is this? A truck show interview you don't want to miss. We talk to top dogs <laughs> in the industry. How'd you blow up? How'd you come to be? Who dis? Who dis? Truck show represent. Who dis? Wow. I wasn't worthy of a truck show podcast until recently. That's why we've been waiting for so long. I literally had to go buy a truck just yeah, well, so I can do this show. By the way, could you be my new co-host because my current co-host doesn't own a truck right now? Oh, my god! I sold my dually. Remember the dually that I, I bought yeah, by yeah. CarCast? Right. Yeah. And I sold that, and I've been truckless for the last couple months. And so now all I do is get harassed for owning a Oh, min- by our mini- listeners, yeah. constant, whether it's DM, emails, or yeah, voicemails, yeah. constant, just flaming... Lightning, like every well, like daily. Well, Holy he had a hundred eighty thousand dollar truck. That everything yeah. you could possibly do to it was <laughs> done to it. It's true. And then some. But Holman loves to just grind. Oh, He's like, oh, so hey, you still driving that meeting cooper, right? Well, what he doesn't say yeah. is that I borrow a truck from like every day from my job, you know. Right. So I get to have. Right now, I'm rolling the Duramax. Well, my only point and is Matt owns a truck. He does own a truck currently, and yeah. mighty sweet one. Well, but, that. So that's, like, that's, that's what people, got you here. If people are going to be, be breaking my balls about stuff, it's it's that this truck of all the vehicles I own is the only thing that runs right now. And so <laughs> it's like, why don't you finish the first project or right. the second project? Because I need one to before drive. you get to yeah. this one. And and of course, like any project, I said I, I'm going to buy this truck. We'll get into what it is. Yeah. I'm going to buy this truck. I'm going to drive it a little bit, do a little bit of bolt-on mods on the weekend, drive it a little bit, whatever. And then I was talking to one of my guys, and now we're going big on it. So okay. it's going to be stupid. So the truck to be named later, right? It's like the baseball player to be named later. Right. Yeah. The truck to be named later, um, I was scrolling through Instagram, and we had had a conversation, the three of us, I don't know, me, you, Jay, you, Jay, me, about, hey, we got to get Matt on. And it was like, yeah. what's what's the right time? What's the right reason? And then I see this truck pop up on Instagram, yeah. and I'm like, all right, now's the time. <laughs> so, right. And- By the way, during the week, do you guys ever talk to each other? Because I yeah. kind of feel like all the messages I've been getting <laughs> feel like maybe um, maybe the other guy's not talking to the other guy. <laughs> no, no, no. So, so we do, but he was in he was in Catalina. Yeah, I was yeah, on vacation for a week. Yeah. 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 Normally so, we do talk to each other at least. Yeah, I would say daily, once every a day. Other, yeah. yeah, but okay. yeah, but sometimes it's we forget. We'll it'll be like, hey, did this guest or did you do this or yeah. hey, is that edit coming through or when are we posting? And then it's like, hey, did you talk to Matt? And for me, I was like, uh, I don't want to miss the opportunity for you to come. And so I'm like, I'm going to talk to him. And then I email, or I texted him right after yeah. I DM'd you. I'm like. Follow up with Matt. You got his cell yeah, phone. So. I'm just busting chops here. We no, do that no, all the time. I, so I've got a producer on my show over there, and and we're back and forth all the time. Well, like, we don't have a producer. This. It's us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's yeah. the producer. Uh, yeah. I'm the I'm the booker. He's the producer. He's the audio guy. I mean, the, right. we, we just just the two of us grinding this thing out all the time. Right on. Well, I'm a truck guy now, so I'm ready to I love do, it. I'm truck guy stuff. Yeah. I only do truck guy stuff now. <laughs> and, uh, I don't know what truck well, guy stuff is. What is truck guy stuff? Are you already your neighbors ask you to move his couch? 
or I, 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 pick, I, pick up some mulch. I've already moved IKEA furniture. <laughs> no, have you really? Uh, yes, I have. Uh, see, <laughs> like the day I got it, uh, a friend was like, "Hey, she, you, you want to come move some IKEA furniture?" Do I, I was like, "Do to? I ever?" <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, what's funny? And I had a hard tonneau cover on well, the back of that say. truck. We have a thing. All of our truck listeners, you're yeah. that guy. You're that guy with the truck. Yeah. Go put a lid on it so people aren't trying to borrow your truck from you. Yeah, you oh. need a snug top, right? I want to get into that because I have another one that I, I didn't know. I, I don't know anybody at the company because I, I just became a truck guy. I'm a, I'm a truck guy version. <laughs> yeah. so I'm, I'm, hey, does Gaylord new... make one? Because, man, the Gaylord. They made all, Those are awesome. Oh, I've been looking at this day. Pace Edwards. Yeah. Do you know those guys? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. I like what they're doing. And uh, But I had the big single piece floppy yeah. clamshell thing on the back yep. that yeah. I'm like it's great but how do you put stuff in here then it's just, it, it just there, looks there's like, a couple there's the retractable ones that are kind of cool now yeah, so that's kind of what I like yeah. but I had this thing was looked like an RC car ramp in the back <laughs> uh-huh. like you could put it, it like if you put the RC car at the window yeah, it would your, fly. and then it would fly <laughs> off yeah. and then I was going to buy a from a guy I didn't buy the truck from this guy um, but I but I sold him the, the hard tonneau cover on, <laughs> on right. mine and he was really far. He's like, it's a two hour drive. And I said, you got to bring me cash and you got to bring your own tools because I'm not taking this goddamn yeah. thing off. Yeah, absolutely. And he just showed up with like two dudes and a power drill. And it was like, and that was it. And then a screwdriver. And it was like, okay, yeah. it's done. I was like, just give me my cash. And I, it's easy. There's some actual yeah. uh, uh, tonos out there that are soft, like the Jeep uh, yeah. soft top fabric that you roll up and they're actually pretty That's nice too much too. work. No, you don't work? want that. That's too much work. I just want to like, Pull the string or hit the button, and then, then it just and does it's the power thing. or something. No, yeah, you need the retractable. Well, it's funny because yeah. all of them have their own pros and cons, right? You yeah. can open it up, you know, at the back. Some of them open from the sides. Some of them go straight up. Some of them roll back. Some of them go back in pieces. So I, mean, I had the uh, the Pace Edwards, the automated one, where it's on a key yeah. fob and it and it it rolls up and it's got a canister that sits yeah. right behind the window. Yeah, and I it's do like it. super slick and yeah. it and you can stand on it. So I liked that. And then the key fob was smart, but I'm like, okay, but also in the bed of the truck, I can just put a switch, right? Sure, so I can yeah, just, absolutely. Just open the tailgate and hit yeah. the switch. Correct. And just do it that way. Yeah. So I was kind of looking at that and uh, I was like, well, for what I use it for, I think it's. I think it's would be probably the best. Yeah, and they're pretty lightweight. I mean, it's it probably adds. I don't know. Let's call it under under two hundred pounds. For oh, the whole thing. I need oh, to yeah, add yeah. weight to yeah. the back of this truck for what I'm going to oh, do to it. Okay, good. I'm gonna, I we're, need to add weight. We're getting into why he needs <laughs> yeah. to add well, weight. Well, do we want to get into who's Matt? By the way, so yeah, we Let, need to let's back it up. Matt. I know you. Oh, okay. well, you know that we he's know actually he's actually wearing a sticker that says "Hello, my name Hello, is." Hello, my right? name is Matt. <laughs> I went to an event yesterday that said my name on the shirt because. Why not? <laughs> How did you? Okay, so Matt is the co-host of CarCast. Yes. It started off with CarCast. It was Adam Carolla's CarCast, right? Yeah. Or did you did you start on day one with Adam or not? Uh, uh, like a month after, because he was doing podcasts out of his house. Um, Adam started uh, the Adam Carolla Show podcast, I want to say like January, February, about 10 years ago, mm-hmm. 10 and a half years ago now. And about a month into it, I think he had done two episodes uh, I think his first episode was, was with Jay Leno to kick it off. And then the second episode, I believe, was with Dax Shepard, who brought uh, Ducati. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's a big motorcycle guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they said, we we need to start actually doing some shows and, and producing stuff because we don't want to do this. So And now today, your in. co-host is Goldberg, right? You guys? No, I, I still do the show with Adam Carolla. So Adam, okay. um, Adam and I have been working together 10 years. Um, I've been doing the show. I as a co-host, I don't know, seven or eight of those okay. 10 years. And a year ago, about when you guys started, so a yep. year ago in March, 
I started a second weekly episode Got with it. Goldberg. Okay. And uh, so I still do the show oh every week. Oh, my God. With, uh, I see. That's Adam amazing. And do a show every week with uh, You know where I'm going Goldberg. with this. No, I don't. Where are you going with this? A second weekly show of the truck show with Matt. <laughs> oh, so, oh, I see. You're going to work me out of the picture. Well, I'm, I mean, I'm just saying you're so busy and, and you can't do any more. I mean, that's I'm a perfect oh, blueprint. I'm hurt. You're an asshole. <laughs> Jeez. I didn't say I was going to get rid of you for the main event, just you know, so we could have. You Listen, know, I'm not I'm a home wrecker, so don't put me in the middle of this thing. I don't, I don't know where this is going. No, actually, and I was then, leave it to you two. You guys know Brad Fanshawe, right, from Bond Speed Wheels. He used to yes. run Boyd Connington Wheels yeah, back in the day, a long time ago, and, and took them public and was like the first hot rod shop to go public. Yeah. So he now runs Bond Speed Wheels, and his business partner is Michael Anthony from Van Halen and Chickenfoot. Sure, and you're a music guy, Lightning. Come uh, on, of course I know him. Yes, and uh, uh, so we. I got together with Brad and we said, let's do a podcast that we just thought would be fun for us. We just want our friends on it. And That's it, awesome. it was myself and it was Brad Fanshawe, Aaron Hagar, Sammy Hagar's son, sure, yeah. and Pete Shaporis okay. from SoCal Speed Shop. Yeah. And it was the four of us doing a show. And it was a show in the fact in the in the in the sense that the four guys trying to talk over each other and but it was so much fun. I'll say this about Pete's gone now. Pete Pete passed away. Uh but we had done the show for several years. Brad had known Pete for so long because of you know the years, you know decades of yeah, hot rod building. Absolutely, I was I was sort of new to that space. I've only got about a, a ten years into it, and met Pete several times. But Pete was uh, Pete. I think he he died about a year ago, mid seventies. He was still running SoCal Speed Shop, but he was just such a storyteller. Just things he could about the hot rod world. He's like yeah. one of the founding members of SEMA. He was like the first marketing guy at SEMA. Which, by right? the way, the first SEMA at Dodger Stadium. Yeah. yeah. So like, it was like, he's just been around. He and a Gail Banks hanging out, you know? Yeah. It's exactly same, same that. kind of guy. It's, right. it's that. So I we had the opportunity. Uh, a, a great time for me is I got to spend a couple of years doing this new podcast called Shift and Steer. We've been doing for for a few years with these guys and travel and do the show live at certain events. And for me, it's like, great, we do the podcast. But then at night, I'm sitting in a hotel bar just throwing them back with Pete Shapores and getting <laughs> yeah. all these great stories. Yeah. Like, we need to save yeah. this for the show. And I was just like, man, this is so fantastic. And it just got to be like every week. He's like, guys, you know, I'm I'm kind of phasing out of SoCal Speed Shop and kind of running its own thing. I'm 74. I don't need to do it all the time. He's like, I just live for Friday where we can get together for our podcast. Wow, and, uh, that's cool. And that's cool. just what a great dude. Even some of the old podcasts go back and listen to him because Pete is fantastic. But he did like he got his first like like real car, not hot rod car, was like a a, a Mercedes like CLS like AMG, and he's okay. like, this thing's a crazy hot rod. <laughs> and, and he lives you know out past Pomona and all that stuff. So he's got to be Riverside out there. Oh, right? he's he's out there, and he built a house out there in the desert long ago. And uh, his best friend is Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top. Yeah, so, there you sure. Go. And and so. You know they were they were racing up Sunset Strip when it was dirt. Yeah, you know, like these guys. He's telling these great stories, oh, that's and the best. and I'm sure there's truck stories, but this is all hot rod <laughs> stories. And uh, and so Pete rolls up in his first like you know like real car in his AMG, and uh, and he rolls up. We're like, oh, let's take a look. I'm like, what's what's with the with the gun jammed between your seat and the center console. It's like, what are you talking about? I always roll that way. I was like, you can't, you can't, you can't just like come. You're, like, you're in LA. Yeah, yeah you're in yeah. LA. Like we're doing the podcast here. And he's like, that's how I roll. It's like, that's it. Oh he's my like, God. okay. He's just, he just, 
you can't you can't just park your your car your AMG at like the Home Depot and leave your pistol in there. No, I always take my pistol with me. Yeah, yeah, but you have a concealed permit. Well, that's true. Well, when we first started doing the, uh, he doesn't need a concealed permit. He gets out. He's like, I'm pizza, yeah. pizza porridge, <laughs> bitch. Do you know who I am? <laughs> yeah, we had our old studio in Santa Ana, which was in this just warehouse. It was in just an industrial park and. There were crazy naked dudes running around on meth or homeless people. That's there true, were, by the way. The that was story. lightning. That, that happened. It wasn't me. Not, not that <laughs> Not that day. <laughs> Although he wasn't with me at the time. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. <laughs> That's true you were. But, uh, you know, it's like we come out at midnight yeah. and there's tweakers walking around. I'm like, I got CC package, yeah. you know? But now you got these fancy digs. Yeah, there's nobody around here. In you the, know, in this, the like, Security like chases them off. We have the Bay Club next door. It's all full right. of like you know like middle aged Manhattan Beach moms that are working out. So it's super safe. Yeah, there was a lot of yoga pants when <laughs> there, I was rolling yeah, into the parking lot. Sure. There was a lot of yoga pants. <laughs> and you, your the, truck, your truck did not fit. I mean, it fit here, but it yeah, didn't fit next not next door. Well, I only needed to go like a tenth of a mile for before it fit in. Like in the <laughs> yeah. parking lot here, when you guys rolled up in your monster trucks outside, <laughs> my truck is not big. My truck no. is little. And it's funny yeah. because I think anybody who knows of this truck, I think most people have fond memories of not the particular model necessarily because they were limited production, mm -hmm. but of the truck. But you don't realize how much trucks have grown. Oh, this yeah. was the staple truck for a yeah. lot of people for 30 years, this size. And today's trucks are like, damn, <laughs> way bigger. So should, let's talk about it. I, I think so. First, okay. how did you arrive at, at, at purchasing a truck in general? Because yeah. is, That's a good question. Because you're not known, because you and Adam are European sports car fans. You're a muscle car fan. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, yeah. you buy a truck. We do a lot in the collector car world. We do a lot like Monterey Car Week stuff. And then you sent me a text and said, you want to do a truck podcast? So I went and bought a truck. <laughs> Dude, baller wait, right there. But, baller. Well, wait. When I sent you an email or a text and I said, hey, do you want to do a truck podcast? You didn't go out and buy a truck. I should have. I should have. All right. So well, I had one when I started. Yeah, sure. You did have one. Uh, if, if you listen to, to the podcast that I do, you 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 know that I, I am a bit of a Ford guy. Yes. And uh, growing up, uh, it was all on, about- is there, a, is there a blue oval tattoo on the side? Oh, right? no, oh, no, no, no. Damn it. Growing up, I've been a Fox Body Mustang guy, and I went to middle school and high school in South Florida, and then, man, the 93 Cobra came out, and yeah. I was like, oh, I've got to get one of those, and I was working two jobs. I was a pet groomer. I was washing people's no, dogs. No, you were not. I was, and I worked the parts counter at Pet Boys, so I can get the parts discounts too, right? And I was like the only like 16-year-old in there working the parts counter, and uh, I just- it's, just worked and I bought a 93 Mustang Cobra. Now, tragic story how that happened is a year later it got stolen oh. and stripped and the unibody like cut in half. I couldn't even oh. buy it back. And uh, no. anyway, boo. but I love the car. Boo. boo. Big time boo. Uh, I, bought, uh, I bought that car in 93. Loved it. So fast forward 20 years later, I'm sitting in the podcast with uh, Adam Carolla and uh, we had a, I don't know, we had an eBay sponsorship at the time. And eBay said, we should do Project Car. And I was like, 20 years ago, my Cobra got sold. And by the time the podcast ended, I was like, I just bought one on eBay. So I bought a 93 Cobra, and then I bought another 90. I, this is what happened. Did you seriously I, buy it during the podcast? I, I think so. I don't know if I even did it live, <laughs> but I was like on the phone just like, I, I probably bookmarked it during the podcast and okay. then bought it like when it was off the air. And uh, so I bought it. That snowballed into, I had been doing the show for six, seven years at this point and hadn't done a project car. So it was amazing when I said, hey, I'm doing a project car, all of our friends in the space 
all these companies that we work with out here, they're like, hey, we're kind of waiting for you to do a project. Choose me, car. choose me. Yeah, right. and they're like, we want to help you out. I said, that would be fantastic. I, you know, let's do it. That snowballed into such a big project, which is still not finished. Actually, the car debuted at 2016 at SEMA, and then I brought it back which, and redid it again. I, I, which booth was it in? It was in Magnaflow's booth out okay. front. Got it. What color is it? <laughs> it's red. It is red. It's I red. I remember yeah. seeing it. And uh, it, it it was great. It had big bare brakes on it and all that stuff. And now, but at the time, like everything got SEMA built. It was held together by like gum and double right. thick tape. Yeah, of right. course, right. So I brought it back and started. I now, wanted did, to rebuild did, it. Did you have the windows tinted so dark you couldn't <laughs> see inside? inside? No, I know. Well, I, mean, I, right I had to have the tin. I had to do the interior. I had Cobra seats out of the UK. They have a, a they had seat. different seats there. Yeah, no, no, no. Not Mustang Cobra. Cobra oh, the oh, brand. Oh, Cobra the brand. Yeah, the brand. Yeah, okay. They have a seat called a Lama seat, which is very much like a modern spin on the same shape of of the Fox body seat. But I wanted like the vertical pleats in it. And they're like, oh, we don't really sell it in the America in America that much, but we have the Lama Heritage Edition. And I said, Great, I need a pair of those and I need them for SEMA and I need them in this custom gray. <laughs> and and they said, Well, we can't match the gray exactly because we have shades of our gray. And I said, Fine. Send me a bunch of extra leather when you send the seat. So I had those things flown over from the UK, put them in there, did the interior. As that car started to to turn into a big project, I was like, oh, I really want to drive it. So I bought another one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and and then that turned into a project, and that's over at Bodie Stroud's Hot Rod Shop, yeah. like gutted out and turned it. And He's so got now, some nice stuff yeah. over there. So, but now work. I've got two. In 2016, I had two 93 Cobras show up at the SEMA show, and I've never driven either one of them. Oh, my god! <laughs> Except when I first bought it, right? So now I've got two project cars. Anyway, long story short was when, the, when SVT came out, Special Vehicle Team yep. was created by Ford. Yep. Um, and it was SVE prior to that, or SVO, Special Vehicle Operations, or Special Vehicle Engineering. Right. So SVO was you're right. That's the and the SVO is the Special Vehicles Operation. Yep. And they did the SVO Mustang, the four cylinder. Yep. The SVE is is like the side brand that uh, a big catalog company, late model restoration yep. out here. They have all their SVE parts, which are their branded parts. Hmm. Um, but uh, SVT was created by uh, Ford. Um, I want to say our buddy at uh, Evan uh, Smith. Mm-hmm. He's going to know the guy, John something or other, who created Coletti. Coletti, I yeah. think, who created. I have a. Uh, when I first started as a journalist yeah. and was nobody and had been a journalist, I was You're somebody I was, now? At Truckin'. No, not really. Okay. At Truckin' Magazine um, for you know five minutes, right? I went to the fabulous Ford's Forever show. Mm-hmm. I, I was a Ford guy. And just for interest of full disclosure, I have a. Um, 67 F100 sitting over at Jay's work with a 3.5 nice. EcoBoosted Raptor, uh, Raptor turbos and a not drivable yet. So I feel your pain on the uh, project yeah. vehicles. We were, I what, filled uh, the four years in the, in the driver's side rear tire. Uh, so, somebody sent me a DM and said you should probably let them know that your uh, that your tires are flat. Already filled it up. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> nice. um, anyway, so uh, I was at Fabulous Ford's Forever and they gave me media credentials so I could go have lunch. Yeah. And so I went back behind you know the deal for lunch and Carol Shelby. And John Coletti are having lunch at the table next to me. And I'm just a, you know, I'm a nobody kid that somebody handed a camera and is like, this is, you know, go cover this thing. And I'm like, oh, my God, it's John Coletti and, and Carol Shelby. And this lady sees me. She sits down at my picnic table, you know, and mm-hmm. she's like, uh, do you know who that is? I'm like, yeah, it's John Coletti and, and Carol Shelby. She goes, you should ask for a picture. 
I go, uh, I, yeah, I, I would feel weird about that. Yeah. And she's like, no, no, you, you may not have a chance again. You know, Carol. It was a long getting... time ago. So they bring a sketch artist over? <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Do that? <laughs> it was like a Knott's Berry Farm caricature. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was that. So John Clay's with this full like entourage. He gets up. Carol gets behind him. And Carol's like a, a couple steps behind the group as they walk away. Yeah. And I'm like, get all of my everything in me to try and, you know, mu- muster up the, uh, the conviction to go over to him. And I said, excuse me, Mr. Shelby. And he turns around. He says, yeah. I said, can I, uh, can I get a photo with you? And he goes, well, they got me doing some goddamn thing over here. <laughs> and I said, okay, yeah, no problem. He goes, well, son, get that camera and let's get this done. <laughs> so I've got a picture of me and, uh, and Carol Shelby uh, from his lunch with John Coletti. So anyway, there's yeah. my, and there's my, uh, my, my story. You should have got them together, though. I know. Well, John, John, well at, the, at that time, John Coletti was sort of like an executive rock star, right? Yeah. And, he and, was like the first before, yeah. like, Ralph Jill yeah, and all exactly. these guys. Like, yep. he, you know, but it, it, and... Ian Callum at Jaguar, yeah. like they're all they all they're were all... post Coletti in yeah. the Coletti era at Ford. I mean, that's when there were Cobras and Lightnings, yeah. and you know, I guess spun the first GT as well, right? And yep. so anyway, it was he was a rock star executive, and it wasn't. It was it was funny that back I look at it now. Carol Shelby seemed more approachable at the time yeah. than the Ford executive. You know, well, he was. Happy was full of barbecue sauce at that point. He probably <laughs> yeah, just right. probably just, got him, ate. just yeah, the right time. got him just at the right time. He's, he's got a sugar high. He's full of meat. He's he's having so, the best day. Somebody wants to take a picture. Yeah. Of me? Okay. And I, I I love that. That's great. But yeah. So John Coletti, he's kind of the guy behind SVT, created the '93 Cobra, but the SVT also had the '93 Ford Lightning. And I was like, wow, this is kind of cool. The 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 Cobra had the 302 engine yep. with. Sort of a GT40 style intake, Head, but a yeah. cast yep. version, and they had the GT40 heads, which yep. uh, for the nerds of us, we call them a three-bar head because the original cast iron GT40 heads had these three bars stamped into the front of them, and that's how you know the difference between the ones on the cars and the aftermarket and whatever. So it had the original uh, uh, GT40 three-bar heads, mm-hmm. and then the Lightning had uh, a 351 right but with Winter the GT, in it, with the, with GT the same yeah. GT40 heads and the tubular GT40 intake and uh so and so what did you buy i bought a 1995 ford lightning yes hooray Yay! Uh, by the way, pre OBD2 because OBD2 was 96 so yes. that's like the and actually worse than that is the Mustang had a sequential fuel injection on it with a mass air meter. The Lightning doesn't even have it. It's a speed density unit. Oh, so, it is. Yeah. Oh, um, so okay. you can't. No like, map it, sensor. No. And it's, you, it's, it's terrible. Like you can't put a good cam in it or anything without doing a mass airflow conversion kit, which everybody was doing back in the day. And uh, so this was kind of Ford's answer to the Chevy 454 SS pickup truck. Yeah. Which and had, a Cyclone. Yeah. yeah I mean, that's typhoon, sort of fringy, that little, right? After, yeah. That was a Buick well, Ford, Turbo, Ford basically. specifically wanted the Lightning to be able to haul stuff. Right. Because the Cyclone could 500 pounds yeah. uh, was all the pay. So you put two dudes but in the Cyclone and you're that, done. Yeah. Is yeah. that... A, it, was it really only 500? 500 pounds and, of payload. And pay zero towing. Yeah. Zero towing. No towing at all. No. <laughs> and zero so tow. you would literally put two people in that and you were maxed out on payload. That's it. And Where the Lightning's like fourteen or 1,500 yeah. payload and like 5,000 And here's what's kind of interesting about the Lightning too is, so um, I, I kind of look up. I know Gail actually has two 454 right. or three. Does he have three? Uh, I think he, he had three. One. I think he's down to two, yeah, right? Yeah. Anyway, um, you have to remember this is 1993, four, five. Yeah. 240 horsepower, 340 torque. Mm-hmm. I mean, that was that was it's a big deal back then. Back then. But, 
zero to sixty in seven point six seconds and pulled point eight eight G's on the slalom, which is a which, crazy number for a live axle that, truck. That handled better than a Mustang GT, yeah. basically at the time. And I you believe know? is it I, the front suspension is twin I beam, right? It is. So and you it's have got the front rear sway bars. And, uh, yeah, you got the bars. crazy caster change of an I beam mm-hmm. front suspension, and you're still pulling .88 on a skid pad. That's yeah. crazy. And yours is or is not naturally aspirated. Ooh, mine personally is not. However, to not be confusing. The Gen 1 Lightnings, 93 through 95, were naturally aspirated. Correct. The Gen 2 Lightnings, 99 to 2004, were, blown. were the mod motors yep, with the, the supercharger. with the blower. However, there was a terrible supercharger company back in the day called Powerdyne. Yes. They made a centrifugal supercharger. I, similar... I saw that on the uh, Terminator movie, Powerdyne. Yes, something right. like that. <laughs> it's similar to the Vortec and yeah. the Pro Charger, but they wanted to make like an inexpensive entry-level version. Is that version. geared? It's not. Okay. It's, it's a belt-driven yeah. unit, and it runs dry. It has like a ceramic bearing. It's not oil-fed. But what it turns up, what it turns out doing is just generating a lot more heat than it does. <laughs> yeah. It doesn't really make good boost, and the belts could could the internal belt could, you know, expand over time. So what was? Do you even know what the power? Because I think that was licensed through Ford Performance so, back then, yeah, right? So that's what was interesting okay. is is Powerdyne somehow had a deal, or I think it was like a former Paxton guy created oh, Powerdyne. Okay. That's why he had the connection. The contact. That and that's the f- weird. Normally they vet those things. Yeah. Great, especially Ford. Like they're super sensitive about putting any of their you logo. You got to eat the warranty if, uh, well, yeah, but I mean, even if they, I don't even, I don't know how they were well, sold. It was off-road only back then. I'll but. tell you how he, how they were able to pull it off is, is this guy approached, Powerdyne approached Ford and said, we want to be the Ford Motorsport supercharger in your catalog. And they said, great, why pick you? And he said, because I'm the only one at the time uh, who I guess invested the time and energy to get the EO number. Oh, he got the emissions go. number. Yep. And so- So they could sell, because they were selling more in California than anywhere else. Yes. Right. So my truck uh, that I bought, I bought from a very nice older gentleman out of, uh, out of Oregon. He's owned it for 17 plus years. It's, I'm only the third owner. The first owner- was it was shipped to a dealer in Montana and someone at the dealer, like the owner of the dealer or the service manager, bought the truck and immediately did a dealer installed Ford Motorsport Powerdyne supercharger on there. So it's been on there the whole time. Wow. And then after, I don't know, a few years or so, this guy in Oregon bought it and he's had it garage kept for 17 years. How many miles are on it? 99,000 miles. Awesome. And uh, it's got that power on it. It's black. Um, it's it's pretty clean. I mean, you know, okay. I think there was like a repaint on the door and stuff it? like that. I just I just looked around to a bunch. Um, I put, I put it out there on my show and, and Instagram and all the social media. I was like, I'm thinking about getting the the, the Ford Cobra <laughs> of trucks. Should I get a Ford Lightning? And the response was fantastic. <laughs> Everybody was so cool about it. Like, yeah, I had one. You should definitely do it. Every dude I know was like, you should get it. Every chick I know is like, what? Eh, yeah. Eh. <laughs> yeah. And then uh, one of the girls, she's like, I speak for all the girls out there. Hard pass. Hard pass? <laughs> she's like, hard pass. Wow. And, uh, I don't see that being a hard yeah. pass, though. So I do, because you know what? It's really boxy, and it's dated looking. It's an OBS. It's an OBS yeah, track. I, yeah. I mean, for, so, for those of us, I mean. Who... She's she's a friend of mine. She's a, she's a host in the car space. We've done some of our... Uh, uh, Adam Corolla Goes Racing is a video series that Adam and I did, and it's on Motor Trend On Demand. Okay. Yeah. Watch, and, watched them all. And uh, and she's in one of the episodes. So um, <laughs> I've, I've just been, I've been 
just hammering her, not like the way you think, but I've been, uh, <laughs> I've been uh, going, hey, you're gonna love this truck. You're gonna. She's like, don't hey, even bring that into my neighborhood. Did you pick her up yet? Last night. Yeah. yeah last night, I said, uh, hey, we're gonna go out. Uh, we're we're going to grab some dinner. We're gonna have a great time. We're gonna go play video games. Don't or worry, I'm bringing know? the SVT. And uh, and I said, I'm out front. Guess where I am? She's like, oh my uh, god. <laughs> so she did and not have a choice. She did not have a choice. Did and she then just, did she did she cower and roll the window up and with? Do yeah. You, are the front windows? So she was died. like, she was like, open the door. I'm gonna run from my apartment into the truck before anybody sees me. Uh, but we had a we had a great time. Yeah, she and, has no uh, idea how cool that thing is. Yeah, no. She's like, it's a little nicer than I thought. Okay. It's like it's loud and it's bumpy and everything yeah, rattles. It's old, she's it's like, old but it's really clean and it's it's a little more fun. And then you know we parked it and it was you know it's black and it's kind of low and okay. it's good size. I don't want to talk too much more about the truck because we have the recorder. Can we just go outside the studio? Let's do a walk around. Do a walk around with it. Yeah, yeah. Let's we do might that. even be able to pop up the roll up door. And and bring it in. We'll just do it in the parking lot. The parking lot. All right, let's, let's, let's get the recorder. Let's do it. Let's all right, all right. Next time it. you hear us, we'll be outside with Matt's awesome lightning. All right, let's do it. All All right, Holman, we're standing in the parking lot outside Motor Trend. We're looking at this beautiful black lightning out here with Matt. And let's talk about the exterior first. Right on. Uh, it has a roll pan. These, had, these were kind of interesting because back uh, when these came out, there weren't really body colored bumpers on anything except for the night edition bronco and f-150 the lightning with had cool stripe on with it with the cool yeah the, the magenta fading <laughs> yeah. into purple stripe the now with the stripe. this would have come from the factory with a body colored uh, rear bumper body colored front but you've got a roll pan in the back yeah somebody put that on there it did clean it up a little bit i wish i had the real bumper so i can sell it kinda, to somebody and make some money kind of hides but, the uh, uh, <laughs> spare when you have the real bumper these these does. tires the are spare wide does hang down quite yeah. a bit um, you were talking about tonneau covers before, but like adding some weight in the back. Uh, we're going to hot rod this truck a bit, so I want to add some more weight. I'm going to do the old uh, uh, autocross trick that these guys do, and they, they relocate the battery to, they weld up like a, like yep, a, a box, uh, in the know, back. A box yes. underneath the rear frame. If I can add 40 My pounds. My F100 has that done to it. I might yeah. even put two batteries back there just to get 80 pounds back there. <laughs> yeah, and, there you uh, go. Uh, so the truck, it comes a little bit lowered uh, from the factory. It has... Um, these 17 by 8? Yeah, I think these were 8s. They're like a 275, Which, 60, by the way, it's funny 17. because I believe mo like a, like if you're looking at a Titan or Ram, most of them are 275 wide. But back then, we're talking like the standard F-150 is like a 235 or something. Yeah. So 275 was gnarly. And on these gorgeous, I think they're gorgeous, like a, you know, twisted five-spoke cast aluminum yes. wheel. I mean, they're they're period perfect. They, no, they I are. don't know that they stand the test of time. They do no, look. I disagree. Really? Well, here's the thing: is they're iconic to the lightning. Yeah, right, hundred percent. If you you see that lightning graphic on the side, the sticker on the side, and you see these wheels, yeah. you're like, oh, it's a real lightning. Yes. So here's the problem: is that you can't get any good tire sizes for the 17 inch rim anymore. But I like the the look of it, and <laughs> they wanted to make it so you can uh, uh, rotate the wheels. They're not directional. The left and right side, they swoop the wrong directions. Oh, okay. So I'm gonna do something uh, a little different because I want this look. As you guys know, I do my Shift and Steer podcast with Brad Fanshawe and Bond Speed Wheels. He's gonna make me- In 18s? He's gonna custom make me a reproduction of yes. these wheels in a billets uh, 18 by Loving nine. This. And we're gonna run 295s yes. on all four corners. And we're gonna make the left and right side directional. And 295, I believe, was the width of the tire on the second generation Lightning. Yes, but we're gonna do 295, that pretty much that. We're gonna yeah. do 295, 45, 18. Love it. All the way around. 
Um, and but we're gonna powder coat it the whole thing that silver, and we're gonna try to get the original center caps to work oh, on, on I love, the billet. I love on this the, on the billet creation. Okay. The billet now the center caps right now did they were yeah. just all black there was they no like the, there was no uh, nose oval. of an airplane there's no blue oval that's weird it's it's silver with the black on the on the front on mm -hmm. i don't know why but that's pretty much it the blacked out trim is part of the exterior um since i've got it i've just redone the tint you know what i redid i went with a really good ceramic tint i probably paid makes way too much money no 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 but the heat makes a difference and Huge. this Especially black dash track doesn't have a single crack in it. So wow. I did the 35% all over the windows and then I had almost a clear, like a very, very light on the front windshield. It blocks the heat out. It's such a big difference and just anything I could do so that dash so doesn't crack. So you said this was garage for 17 years? Yes. I see the Arizona license plate. Okay. So what's the story that's, behind that? That's me. Okay. And I'll tell you this trick oh, tax you. shelter. <laughs> it's, it's kind of. so. In Arizona, there's there's two things you can you can do. Um, one is Guns. you can you can pre-register a car if it's 25 years or older. This is 24 years, so my plates are only one year. Next year, I can get five years. However, if you can get collector car insurance, uh, a Chubb, a Haggerty, or whatever, yeah. and a lot of guys won't do F-150s, they won't do Fox bodies, but Haggerty will do my '93 Cobra, okay. and Haggerty said that they would do my lightning my 95 lightning chubb said no if you walk into a dmv in arizona with collector car insurance uh. you are emissions exempt and out here because arizona doesn't have a front license plate right. so i'm emissions exempt and you have a clean front and i've got no front license plate which was my real motivation on it now i still run catalytic converters on it because i just i just kind of like the way yeah, it yeah. sounds i don't want it too loud yep. so it would still blow clean i just didn't want the plate Right, and I didn't want to have to worry about the visual inspection that yeah. we have out here in California for emissions. And I'm telling you guys all on this podcast because there's nothing tricky or illegal about any of it. That's the right way to do it. The difference is, I've got family out there, yeah. and my brother's out there, and his name I put on the registration because yeah, he owns name. this truck. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. I That's love that you brought your brother's truck by. Uh, You're not the only one to, to perform that trickery. Right? Yeah. yeah. Strategery. Strategery. Not, 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 not trickery. All right. I'm looking at, there's a couple other things I'm noticing that are kind of cool yes. about this truck. Number one, you have the Ford factory drop-in bed liner that has the blue oval. Yes. And that's kind of cool. Yes. And this truck, I'll I didn't know. sell it. <laughs> hey, if, yeah. yeah. Uh, Truckshowpodcast at gmail.com if you're looking yeah. to buy one for your OBS Ford. Uh, I didn't know it was available on the lighting. You have dual tanks. I you noticed do. that as well. I was tripping. Yes. And the switch on the dash works, which is funny because I've been shopping for lightnings, and they all say the switch works, which means... So is Holman. That's the weird part, <laughs> shopping for lightnings. He's stuck with yeah, me. Yeah, I, I, I got a discount. <laughs> <laughs> which means, I guess, normally they don't work because if it's part of the bullet points and they go, hey, yeah. the switch works. But maybe you, your audience can tell me is my front fog lights don't work. I don't know if there's a fuse for it. I don't think oh. so. So somebody and who's not a familiar, there's a, there's a button on the dash, but the lights don't work. And the button on the dash looks like it has an indicator light and that's and not going up. on. So anybody out there Have with you done lightnings, with let me your know. headlights and the fog lights together and they don't? Yeah, we, uh, we could try yeah, I'm it. I'm kind of curious if one yeah. triggers the other. Yeah, we could try it. But since we're here, should we open the hood? We should uh, open let's the hood and we should fire it up because we, we want to hear the Can we also note. point out really quick, this has also uh, body-colored door handles yes. and body-colored mirror caps. And, and the just everything about it's just, 
we're in a time warp right now. Yeah. Because this is like, oh, I did that on my, I, I no, get the, it. The, uh, but the back third, in, the third brake light is tastefully done as well. That one I just did. Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. The third like, brake so light, like I, just, I just did it in LED, but I put a little bit of a tint on it because it was too chrome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And no, it was, it looks like, it's throwing me off. It matches your, your um, chrome uh, um, window tint. Like, they kind of right? have that same. Actually, it's the yeah. same window or ceramic, tint. I, mean. I just grabbed the scrap okay. window tint. I was like, Perfect. I don't want to pay for that. <laughs> so, uh, Remnants. Uh, also, you guys will notice on the 95 trucks, there's a small crease built into the to the sheet metal on the bottom of the door. Yes. And that's oh. one of the indicators you'll notice between the 94s and 93s. The 95s have that. What's the point of it? It's just it's a just a style styling thing. Yeah. It's not for strength. So when you look at over the three years, Never there's like that. eleven thousand five hundred, yeah. eleven thousand four hundred something lightnings made. In in '95, there was a, a few thousand. I think eight hundred or something. Ones done in black. American cars. We like to we like to really hammer down on the fine points and go. Well, how many Lamborghini mirrors were there made? Oh, there's only so many. Right. Yeah, but here we're like, yeah, but this is the only you know Camaro with a four yeah. speed and a gray and interior a, and, and uh, yeah, yeah and and pound's tooth and four ten <laughs> yeah. gear. I was like, yeah, but they made ninety thousand of these cars, right? Yeah, but it's the only one yeah, ever. Right, right, right. You know, with with and by the way, in the, if you look at those, night. there may be five hundred that are one car, one of one. Yeah. Right. In, yeah. in those types of. Things. Um, so when we start doing what we do here at America. America, we start hammering down and going, hey, there's 3,000 black lightnings. Like, yeah, but only 800 with the door crease because it's the 95. And so, I don't know, you try to make it more So, special. I didn't know about the door crease. That's like, that's new yeah. minutiae for me. That's So, basically, that factoid is going to take up one piece of meaningful knowledge in my mind, and <laughs> it, that's gone. And now I'm going to, it's been replaced with the crease of the door. This truck. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't a, like, a low pole that you didn't know about that you scraped on no, by the drive-thru both sides <laughs> <laughs> oh the guy screwed up one side he's like i better yeah, back over in the opposite direction yeah. that same all right pole. let's move to the front we gotta pop the hood okay, because i want to i want to hear this thing too all right so this one has the supercharger and it has um an old school set of headers either hooker or headman probably one and a half inch headers and I believe like a, a Dynamax exhaust or something like that. Even the window trim around the windshield is body colored. Yeah. Like everything's blacked out. So uh, I called my friends over at Magnaflow that helped me out on all my cars. And I said, hey, I think I'm gonna go big on this engine. We're gonna do some mods. I said, should I, should I pick up some headers? What should I do? And they said, no, 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 bring it to us. We gotta handle it. I said, okay, but I'm gonna go big power. And so Magnaflow is gonna make me some uh, some full-length inch and three-quarter headers and and they have a new catalytic converter and then I can't get into the details of the muffler but it's a new muffler that Ooh. is done it's patent pending oh. and we're gonna have the first one on here I like oh, that. Nice. Yeah, awesome. yeah. yeah and then so yeah. maybe we get to do a recap in, in a few months well, okay and bring the truck over and do a big burnout in the parking lot yeah. you know? and uh, and this thing will be great the other thing I'm trying to do is I've been talking to, do you know Rick Johnson over at um, at Gear Vendors? Uh, Gear Vendors, uh, I haven't dealt with him for a long time. I know but Freiberger does. Yeah, he, all those, he's, all those, I was gonna say. Those guys David, that are the drag yeah. racing side. And I wanna take this four speed and turn it into an eight speed with double overdrive. Oh, uh, interesting, okay. And uh, I don't even so know what this transit is. Is it E4OD? Is that it's what it's an E4OD, which okay. is good. It's beefy. Yeah. It's, it's a transmission out of an F350. They're, they're, they're a great trans. Yeah. But it's three speed with a fourth overdrive. Overdrive, yeah. And, and the gear vendor's unit splits all the gears. Yep. So it's like one, one and a half, two, yep. two and a half. And there's two reasons why we want to do that is it'll, it'll take my 0.71 
uh, overdrive and add another overdrive about a point fifty. Nice. Okay. Right? So a little bit better freeway. Yep. And then if you think about this, when you get on these cars hard, all these modern day cars and trucks, they have eight speeds, ten yep. speeds. It's it's not really the highway gears. It's keeping you in the, the power, power band, band. Yep. so i wind this thing out it shifts at i don't know 5400 and then drops down to like, like 1800 yeah, you lose everything and, yeah. and then it's a all pig, that your momentum yeah right? like, oh. and, then, and then it has to wind yeah. up again you gotta get you, back on the cam if again if you can start like, kind of banging yeah. qu gears quicker and it keeps that power band it would make a night and day difference on this truck you know it's so funny it's like, it's like sports car pig sports <laughs> like, car like, pig yeah. i'm looking through the wheels i didn't even think about this it's got the rear drum brakes on it like it's so funny it's front disc it's rear drum and only abs in the, in the rear and Ford yeah. had done that um, I, most of their trucks only had ABS in the rear yes. for like five or six years. all the steering is in the front that's what the ABS because is for. they would lock up so pickup trucks had no want weight wouldn't want yeah. it to fishtail while you're locking uh, them up yeah. but, all right let's fire it up all right, all right, the exhaust is on the other side the all right, is on the all other right well there we go all right hey your key fob looks brand new it does. That's the original one. I think it no is. No way. No, that is not the original. Look at these fob. door panels. Look at how just perfect condition these door panels are. It's the, a pretty the good screw shape. that is on uh, just beneath the lock and unlock buttons is not even rusted. These are always rusted. I'm telling you. I, I specifically didn't want to purchase an East Coast truck. Yeah. One of my Mustang Cobras was an East Coast car. And first of all, it costs $2,000 to get it here. And second of all, the rust I had to go through on that thing. Can I tell you that when you go on to somebody's boat, yeah. they all smell the same, right? They just yeah. have that boat smell. OBS Fords, every single one of them smells like this. It's funny you said that. I was at the studio and uh, I was there with Adam Kroll and he's like, did you get your truck? And I said, yeah. And I said, hop in. We're going to go for a ride. He got in and he goes, it's that smell, yeah. that vintage you smell. Could blow, you could blindfold somebody and they would yeah. know they were sitting in this thing. All right, here, all right, we, go. here we go. Hold on, wait, wait. Let's go around to the other side here. Go, go to the other side. We're gonna walk around to the passenger side. Oh my God. Smell, smell the hydrocarbons, I love it. Okay, so what's interesting is Lightning's had the exhaust, uh, unlike my Lightning, these Lightning's had the exhaust ahead of the rear wheel. And that was sort of their trademark for a little while. They eventually, uh, I believe the later second gens, they went out the back and the- Other way around. Other way around? On the first gen Lightnings, they went out and they kind of just behind the rear wheel. Yep. The guy that owned this put it in front of the rear wheel. Okay. And then the second, the gen, second gen Lightnings had, in front. had the twin so pipes my understanding right in front was of the rear wheel. With it in front of the, the rear wheel, Ford had a lot of issues with warranty claims because they would get pitted by the exhaust and the heat and the condensation would go on the wheel. So you'll yeah. see a lot of those trucks that have the side swept exhaust that have a rear wheel that's discolored or pitted. I'm not going to keep this like that. One, it's it, it's hot, it's loud, it's uncomfortable for passengers. It just doesn't make much sense to me. But here's our supercharger. There you it can is. Hear a little bit of that supercharger whine. And I love the uh, Ford Motorsports uh, data plaque on it. The GT40 uh, head is awesome. It's All right, amazing. intake. It's got your name on the engine. <laughs> I'm loving it. I'm loving it. It sounds like a Vortex supercharger. It's very similar. Yeah, it does. Uh, the Vortex and the power uh, and the Pro Charger are gear driven. So this has a little bit of wine, but not quite like those. Those are those are better. Look at the way the cold air uh, intake is. Not very cold. It is would it? be fun to dyno this thing. 
Yeah, so if they're 240 stock, I think this thing's only making another 50 horsepower. Yeah, like maybe 275, yeah. 280, something like that. Maybe. So it's probably, what, uh, 180 to the wheels or something? Yeah. Maybe 200 to the wheels? You want to come by the office, I'll throw in the dyno for you. And you know what? We should get a pre, before I start taking it all apart. Yeah, we should get definitely. We should get some base numbers. Uh, I've got a whole lot of sensors I'd love to put in here so you know what you've added. Yeah, that would be fantastic. While we're there, you got to take out this stupid ship kit. This, this truck's got a shift kit in it, and even just when you pop it in reverse to pull out of a Vons, boom, on, boom. <laughs> and that's the most uncomfortable thing of this whole scenario. Well, not for you, it's the mom and child walking behind the truck yeah. when it does that, they're now scattering. I just, just idling through the, through the, through the neighborhood, it, it bangs gears, it's crazy. All right, so the, uh, the fog lights are the factory Bosch ones, and I'm just loving the fact that this thing is uh, twin I-beams, but lowered, Yeah. and it's just, it's so it's so vintage, 80s, 90s Ford pickup truck. Give me a little goose before I turn it off. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Love I love that. that. I love, love everything that so about that. Now you're. Uh, your hot air intake is uh, yeah. over here. It's, uh, it's seen its better days. But I think that's easy to, uh, to get rid of and, and upgrade here. Right, so I was going to swap out the blower and my buddy Ray over at Full Throttle Customs, he's the tuner, um, he's done a million of these in the past. Uh, so we were gonna do a custom intercooler, swap out the supercharger for a modern unit, intercool it, and kind of start building now you're, from there. Yeah, that's the way to yeah. smart. Yeah. And I think I we we had he a just long sounds talk healthy. About it. I mean, you, no no concerns about the engine. Is no, all, all I, you know the cylinder. guys always the guys always change the oil. Took pretty good care of it. Um, Great. I mean, if I'm gonna get into this engine a little bit, we'll you know we'll we'll probably build it up a little yeah. bit because um, these aren't really good with boost. Uh, but uh, so we're gonna fix up the swap out the supercharger, intercool it. Um, I think we're going to try to go with a Holly fuel injection system on it so we can have real good control over everything. But now we're kind of thinking if we're going to take the engine out and rebuild it anyway, we might just go with like a four bolt block, 427. Oh my God. Uh, and then boost it from there. <laughs> so, so what are you going to drive in the meantime? <laughs> I told him. we we'll down to zero cars again. <laughs> I, I told him that uh, if we do that, we've got we got to do it in 30 days, not not 30 days from now, 30 days from when I park it at his shop. <laughs> yeah. We've got 30 days to to pop the engine out and put it together. So we just got to get everything ready to go. Um, I'm sure you guys know DJM suspension oh, yeah. out here yeah. in yep. Cartina. Yep. I went over there and met with them, and uh, uh, I liked their lowering kit for yep. it, so we're going to drop it a little bit. It keeps all the, the, the leaf spring and the coil springs the same. And so you can right probably find a... Uh, uh, high end shock to go in there. A He's got a, or something. They, they got a set of shocks they okay. make as well. DJM makes a sh set of nice. shocks. So I've got their suspension that's going to go on there. Um, How much is it lowered? Is it like a 2-3? Well, so a, it's a 3-4 kit, a three, but four, because okay. this truck is already lowered yeah. a little bit, it'll probably do like 2-3. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that'll be perfect though because um, it's just enough. Like yeah. I like the stance of these because they still look like a truck. They're not yeah. slammed. They're just right. But with that that gap between the uh, the wheel and the and the yeah. fender a little tighter be pretty cool that's what we need to do is just get it down just a just little, a little bit. wink and a I nod i would bag it <laughs> i'm not gonna bag it i'm not gonna bag yeah, I'm, it. I'm not a i'm not an airbag guy either because uh, i don't want to blow a bag and then be stranded no and 
I kind of want to make it handle a little bit. Um, so, uh, you know, we're going to do all the bushings. We're going to do all energy suspension bushings everywhere. I'd love to do that gear vendors unit. Um, we're going to do. Uh, we're going to talk to you guys at Banks and see what's going on over there. I, so I'll we'll get rid of we'll I'll get wait. rid of your boost gauge over here, and that'll be an eye dash, right? So, and then we'll sensor it up, so you'll know exactly when you uh, swap out your uh, your intercooler, uh, whatever you do for your charger, or we'll we'll know exactly what you've added or subtracted. Does the AC blow cold? The AC blows cold, but these older um, type of AC units, yeah. they don't they don't kick on right away. You got to drive it. So like if you get in your car and you you start it and uh, you think the air is going to come on, it's, it's blowing way, out yeah. hot. Like you got to put it in gear and drive a little bit before it it triggers. The, it. These are the glory days of R12, baby. <laughs> Back when <laughs> ACs blew so cold. Yeah, uh, and but it is cold. Um, you know, I'll probably rebuild that unit and get it done. So I think we're going to go with 427. Um, uh, small block, of course. We're going to just do the 351, punch it out to 427. And the limitation is going to be the GT40 intake. You can't port it. You can't do much with it. But, right, because it's pretty maxed out because it's all tubular. But we're anyway, going to throw right? some boost behind it, and it's all about torque. So if you think about some some racing, you think about like some road racing series, series like American Iron, those guys will build a big displacement engine, and then they're limited uh, on, on horsepower right so they may go with a 427 small block and there may be a limit to the horsepower and they'll just start to limit with like throttle body size or intake oh, okay. size and what it does is it still retains a bunch of torque and it just yeah. brings that horsepower level down so in theory we'd be doing that you just by fine. bottlenecking that those, yeah and those long runners intake runners are good for torque right i mean that's part of they are, the torque yeah. equation and when once you put boost through it it's it's different game okay you know once you start throwing boost through it and you're you're filling the cylinders with with air without we're pushing it through that intake manifold way more than it should but it's it's going to it's going to come down to intercooling which you pointed out earlier yeah. so that's going to play a huge yeah, it's going to it's going well it's just going to come down to air density that's a nod, <laughs> yeah. a nod to our friend gail yeah <laughs> i have seen Wait, these can gail tell me before. about air density gail yeah. can definitely tell you <laughs> yeah. about manifold air density Bad. yes it's and bad. cylinder air density yeah. and yes yeah. that is going to be the trick in getting getting this the coolest the cool air into that engine can i just remind everybody that the interior is tweet it's it is. <laughs> but look how so, clean it is. No, it's awesome. I'm not, I'm, I'm not might, hating on I it. I might awesome. replace the carpet, but that's yeah. about it. I yeah. mean, it, this is every bit as iconic as like Houndstooth and some other cars, right? It is yeah. like the Tweed Lightning interior. Yeah. Were the Cobras Tweed of this generation as well? Uh, you can get the Tweed cloth interior or you can get the leather okay. interior. Okay. All right. Oh, I love it. Hey, look how, it. you know what's funny is you look at, here's a Super Duty next to us that has a 12-inch Ford emblem on it. Yes. And you look at yours, I'm sorry, Matt, but you've only got about a, about a four-inch emblem here. It, it, size doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what she said. Uh, it's so funny just it's to see. It's how I use the truck. Really. Yeah, right. It's really how I use it. <laughs> well, um, if, uh, anyway, it's going to be fun, and I'd love to bring it back to you guys when we get some more work done on it. Um, I don't know. Maybe we can make 500, 600 horsepower out of it. be perfect. All right. Well, let, let's shut the hood. Let's go back in the studio. We'll, we'll wrap up. I am I'm seriously jealous right now. Like this is one of those vehicles that just I, there's a soft spot because when I was 95, 96, right, that's one of my high school years for me, right. I was a senior in high school going into college. This was the truck that I wish I could have. So there's a soft spot every time I see one of these. This things. is the truck that all of my friends wish that I had had because like it has your name <laughs> on the freaking side, you moron. And yet I don't know why I never acted on. I, I think it was because I wasn't a huge Ford fan. I just, uh, it was the bow tie thing. I'm like, mm, can't do it, but I'll tell you, it's fun. Yeah. It's fun. It's rad. Yeah.
It's, By the it's way, this is better. the epitome of rad. You can take this to Radwood, and you would be a-okay. Oh, I'm going to take it to Radwood. Oh, oh man. Of course. Why wouldn't I we, take it to Radwood? We have to find I took it to, to the Radwood. Shelby Open House Did you really? Uh, yesterday, as we're recording this, yesterday, Shelby and Auto Conduct, I hosted one of their car show events there in the building. Awesome. And I rolled up, and I was like, hey, I just came to check it out because they, they asked me to come down. And they're like, no, we got a spot for you inside. I'm like... <laughs> Uh, I didn't even wash this thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm in there, and there's just like, there's a Shelby Cobra, it's a GT40, <laughs> and uh, there's that uh, uh, the crazy uh, Lacima build Mustang, oh, yeah. and the the original Venice Crew guys, their recreation yeah. GT350R is in yeah. there, and I'm I'm wiping it. I was like, anybody got any detail? <laughs> and, and everyone's like, who brought the lightning? And I was like, I did, but I don't know if you're asking because it's good or bad. <laughs> But it was super fun to do that. And he's got the kind of a teal blue lightning logo on the uh, sky yeah. blue. Yep, with, yep. The, with the gray lightning symbol. All I can it. tell and you is when you're a member beautiful. of the Truck Show podcast, yeah. you always bring the lightning. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> always bring the lightning. Now I'm a part of like lightning Instagram groups. Like it's a lifestyle. Oh, now. yeah, it yeah. is lifestyle. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag, it's a lifestyle. hashtag <laughs> I am lightning. <laughs> All right. So uh, let's, let's, uh, let's bring this thing uh, close up and head back to the studio and uh, see if we can waste more of Matt's time. All right. All right, back in the studio, and the air conditioning is on because apparently it got hot in here while we were out. Oh, my oh gosh. I think I got hot while we were out. Uh, <laughs> hot and bothered because I saw lightning, and I was like, oh. Well, we were yeah. standing there with the hood open for 10 minutes. Yeah, <laughs> with, the, with that blower just radiating just generating heat. generating heat <laughs> on that thing. And, but, and it's put out some heat. That's yeah, it really sure. is, Norm- yeah. Normally, my lightning puts out just a bunch of hot air. <laughs> your, your lightning was doing all sorts of stuff. <laughs> that is good looking, man. Yeah. It's God, a fun thanks. truck, man. Congrats. It's going to be great. It's going to yeah, be fun. How does it drive? Because we haven't really talked about how it oh, drives. Oh, it drives like an old truck. It's yeah. bumpy and it's loud and the dash creaks. And, and uh, our friends at Hushmat. Hushmat and um, if you guys are familiar, familiar with Zycoat, they do uh, yeah. a, a coating. Um, they're same engineer, same company, and so Hushman's going to do the entire interior. Makes a big difference. And they they sent me like the email. They're like, no, this is how we're going to do it because here's the hot spots. And they like, okay. they're not just sending product. They yeah. they, they cool. is it all die cut it for the floor yeah, pan and yeah. all that? Oh, that's cool. Remember and back in the car stereo di- car stereo days, it was all Dynamat. Everything was yeah, Dynamat, yeah, Dynamat. Yeah. Yep. And then Hushman just kind of like stomped them. I don't know what happened to Dynamat. Price, but they, is it is that what yeah, happened? Yeah, no, and, they, and they came in and they got a good product and yeah. they've been testing it. So, um, but the Zybar stuff is fantastic. I don't know what, what's the Zybar. So Zybar is a high temperature coating. Um, the company is Zycoat. The product is Zybar. It's a high temperature coating. You can do all your exhaust. You can do the headers. You do them in and out. And they've been testing them with uh, some of the. Uh, you said in and out. Yeah. What you do is you um, you spray out the the outside of the header, and okay. then you could just take like like a rag and dip it in, and you dip, put on a string, and you pull it one, th- pull it through one direction, okay. and then one swipe the opposite direction. That's it. You're done. Just a thin coating no inside. And it is fantastic. They've been. It keeps the heat inside. So there. like a ceramic coating. It's kind of like that, but it's just the next evolution of it. Ceramic coating. It's magic. For, it's uh, magical. We may coating. need to talk to them. I, I'm. I'm telling you, and I'll hook you up with the guys. He's fantastic. Uh, Tim McCarthy owns the company, and and I was like, I'm all about. I'm nerdy on this stuff. I want awesome. real world testing. And he's yeah. like, Yeah, we're going out to the pro stock cars. Wow. And we're going okay. to NHR drag racing. They make a pass. And by the time they get it pulled over into the pit, you can grab the header. No way. Yeah. You can what? grab the header. However, if you undo the header bolts, that heat's yeah, yeah. going to come out and it's going <laughs> to it's wow. going to cook you. Sure. But it keeps that underhood temperature down That's crazy. and it dissipates it. So I'm like, I need that because yeah. I'm running a stupid the open hell element. Is it well, and you have a black truck. Yeah. It's a polymer based whatever that they're doing. And they, he's got into the technology for it. It's fantastic. But here's the thing is it doesn't come in a rattle can. You're not going to be doing it. If you want to do it yourself, 
you need to take the part and you need to sandblast the part. You you don't even touch it with your fingers. Like sandblast it and then you put it in a paint gun and shoot it. Okay. But they've launched their uh, their service, so you can take your parts, send them in, and uh, they've been doing it for a couple of months now. And uh, is it the situation where in two you're weeks gonna, you get it back? Are you going to send it to? Will they will they deal with powder coaters around the country? So every local right now you send will... to them. Any okay. anybody in the world can send to them, and they'll send it back. And so far, they've never missed their 15 day guarantee down deadline on, wow. on on coming to bringing it back. Wow, All right, that's yeah. pretty cool. And not now that you've turned this into a plug. If you I, use, well, I mean, <laughs> if you use code CarCast10, I think you get uh, ten percent. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh, boom. I, admittedly, they sponsor my show, but I was listening, uh, and I had the guy on there. I was like, I'm going to use this stuff. We we took Adam Carolla's Porsche 935, right? This isn't. I don't know. It's worth eight to ten million dollars. We're racing it at Monterey. It's crazy. And uh, we we this is the, one of the Newman cars. Yeah, it's okay. one. Of, it's Paul Newman won Le Mans in 1979, first in his class, second overall. And uh, our guys there are like, hey, the brake ducts and stuff on the Porsche, the the brake, the high temperature shields have kind of a bronze look on it. And we had cans of Zybar there, so we sandblasted them, the original ones, sandblasted them, fixed them, banged wow. the dents out of them, and, and Zycoated them in, uh, in in bronze. So we got high temp. Oh, wow. uh, now cool. we're going to... Like we that. might take the turbos apart and do the turbo housings. By the way, turbo is fantastic because it keeps the underhood temperature much lower, but it keeps all that heat in the turbo where you need it. Um, anyway, I look... We wouldn't be able to have cool car projects like this if it wasn't for the innovation of a bunch of these guys. And for me, going to like SEMA every year, oh, yeah. and we have an industry event, you guys know, but maybe people listening don't know, it's called MPMC. Yep. We have this big industry event, and it's like speed it's dating. It's speed dating for the It's one-on-one -on -one yep. meetings, and yep. you sit down with all these companies and talk about what your projects are going to be. And you cre we create, we're content creators over here yep. on this side. They yep. make parts, so we try to team up and go, hey, you know, what can we do here? Yeah. What can we do Match, here? Matching needs. And I like showing off a bunch of pr products on a vehicle like this, but then sitting down with a couple companies like Magnaflow and Stiflers and going, you don't make a product for this yet. Can we make a product for this? Would it make sense for you? I don't want anything. I just want the product. Right. And then you go sell them. Like, do whatever you want. They've like, got to do I, some market analysis to see if they yeah. if they made, could yeah. they sell 100000 or something? Right. So that's where we come in and go, hey, man, uh, you know, can we put a chassis brace under this truck? Can we do traction bars on this on this truck? By the way, the guys at Stiflers are saying, I feel like we can. We've been wanting to do that for a while. <laughs> That's awesome. I was like, all right, let's put it out so there. So are there enough lightnings on the road to make it worth a good, a, a good business case for Stifler to do There's that? enough F-150s on the road? There's an F-150, uh, modified F-150s, sure. and yeah. they, they would take the chassis brace. They would take the long arms, yeah. uh, traction bars, and all, a lot of this stuff is... It would work for most of these guys. The suspensions, DJM suspension, all these guys, the Magnaflow exhaust, all of that stuff would work for these guys. So yeah. why not, right? I'm on an Instagram account of like SVT Lightning. So I'm like, well, they made 11,000 trucks, but there's 100,000 followers. So I'm like, where's that coming from, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a there's a bunch voice. of fans yeah. out there. Yeah. We've got a bunch of photos we keep throwing up on social media. So all right. Where do we me. find you? Follow me at Motorator. It's, it's Motor A T O R M O T O R. How did that get to. So Adam starts every show off this. We got Matt, the Motorator, DeAndrea. Yeah. How did Motorator start? Well, first of all, you're coming from a radio background. You know everybody gets a super douchey name, right? <laughs> yes. Right? Like Lightning? Uh, <laughs> I, I don't know how you came up with that or so where did, that no, came no, no, from, no. but that you, was fantastic. No, no one comes up with their own names at K-Rock right. anyway. It's like fighter pilots. They, they are given to you. Yeah. And, right. And That's you it. are like, stuck with them. Yeah. Right. Some host who's the boss over there yeah. gives you a name. Uh, I... I came up with Motorator for a website and a company of mine long ago, and I was just, you know, in 
as you would, you sit down with a yellow pad in the internet days, and you're just looking at every domain name. You're trying to come up with a word that's kind of like one word and easy to remember, yeah. and you can get the domain name, the trademarks, and the, the bank accounts. You can get everything for it. And uh, and Motorator was was what I got. Um, I don't know, 15 years ago or something like that. And uh, which is great because doing a show with Adam Carolla, you you could end up with a terrible yes, uh, name. <laughs> yes, um, you could. And uh, but I've been I've been very lucky. Um, by the way, he's the best dude ever. He's the best dude ever, and he's such a car guy that it just we just pretty much talk every day. How did, it's always car how, stuff. How did you meet? I was working in the technology space. We assume that everyone company. knows Adam Carolla, right? Is yeah. that a given? No, we everybody assume... knows who Adam Carolla is. Yeah. Okay. Um, do, do you guys, in our world, does does everyone know that? So he's Adam Carolla started off. Uh, he was a boxing instructor and a general contractor. Yes. And did some moonlighting, doing other random things. Uh, when he the came bleeder to work, from Reseda, bleeder in Reseda. <laughs> oh, the no, bleeder in Reseda. When, when he came to work for at K Rock in Los Angeles, so Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, you guys all know Jimmy, I would assume, whether you like yeah. him or hate him. Um, late night with Jimmy Kimmel. Late night. That, that so, Jimmy Kimmel. He's a great and, chef. So Jimmy, yes, he is. Jimmy <laughs> Kimmel was going to box another one of So Jimmy Kimmel was our sports guy at K-Rock. Yep. And, and he was a writer. And he was going, we were going to have a boxing tournament, a uh, boxing match. Uh, again, him and Michael the maintenance man, they were going to fight. And Michael had already gotten a um, an instructor, a boxing coach, and Jimmy needed one. And Adam knocked at the back door one day and said, I'm here to coach Jimmy. And yeah. I, and, and he's, and I opened the back door and he's standing there in dolphin shorts. And I thought, <laughs> Oh dear God. And I went and got Jimmy and literally they went to lunch that day and they were immediately friends. Friends. They've been dating ever since. Well, you think they about everything they did. Since, so yeah. they were on the show on your, the, your old show, Kevin and Bean, right? Yeah. For a long time. They went out, did the man show together. Mm -hmm. I mean, they've yeah. had tons of projects and now, you know, it's funny because I remember listening to these guys when they weren't anybody and Jimmy is the late night host, and Adam has and Adam's a, a buying gazillion. a ten million dollar Paul Newman yeah. Porsche. Yes, <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. To be fair, he paid less than half. Oh, did he really? Yeah. I, so, I was there. I bought it at the auction, and he was in the other side of the room, and I was raising the paddle, sweating. I was like, "It's not my money." <laughs> oh my <laughs> god! Yeah, four point eight four million. Was that the most expensive house. thing you've ever bought? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> if I said no, would you yeah. look at me differently? Yeah, maybe, maybe <laughs> yeah. a little bit. You yeah. made it for other people. Yeah. yeah. So, so Adam, so Adam and Jimmy do the thing. They hit it off. They do all these these TV shows. And, yeah. And, and, and of course, Adam, Love Line. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So then, yeah. so um, uh, Howard Stern uh, moves off. He was Howard Stern was in L.A. for a little while on Kayla Sex ninety seven point one, and then. I forget why, but he, he's he's he, he leaves. He's not in the market anymore. And Adam Carolla fills those shoes. So Adam is doing. Stern went to Sirius. Yeah, he Stern went to Sirius. Yeah. That's right. So Stern goes to Sirius, and Signed, Adam I think now the first big deal too. That was a big deal that he left Terrestrial to go to satellite. Right. So Adam goes from Kevin and Bean to then um, hosting Love Line, which is the love advice show that was unsyndicated in like hundred and some odd markets with Doctor Drew. Dr. With Doctor Drew, Drew. yeah, he's probably in the gym right now. <laughs> yes, he's, he's, he's yoked. He's yeah. totally yoked. Dude, totally yoked. <laughs> and then too much hanging out with Psycho Mike. Yeah. Yeah. Something. If something you guys don't know Mike yeah, yeah. So then, so then Adam uh, gets the job as morning show host, and that lasts a couple of years. And Jimmy was the executive producer uh, of of that morning show. And then when that ended, when Jimmy's morning show, I'm sorry, when Adam's morning show ended, he immediately went into podcasting. Yeah, like and the next day. The next day. And that's now, what, 10 years ago, And that probably, was, and right? it was brilliant because he had a huge audience yeah. and he just said, I'm going to take, yeah. if you guys want to follow me, I'm going over to this podcasting and you can listen to me whenever yep. you want. 
and he broke it up in all these segments, and it was really interesting. And it, and he was one of the first big actual names in podcasting. You have no idea like what a phenomenal story it is, and what a great motivational story it is. Anybody that's working hard or starting a business, because you forget that aspect of it. Adam didn't just start and just doing podcasting. He needed to become a business owner at that point, so he had to worry things about contracts yeah. and. And, and employees and salaries and taxes and and like yeah, you had to, you had to build an infrastructure when he was while at KLSX it. doing the morning show it, it was CBS Radio was footing the yeah. bill for all the salaries yeah. the insurance everything but he, when he jumped in the yeah. podcast world he now he has to different get sponsors and get people to pay for it yeah Adam's been doing it um, ten and a half years yeah. or so yeah. anyway. so is he's this the, and he's and calling you, me right now I you, hold on who's calling him let's see. Oh my God! Dude, put him on! Put him on! Oh my God! It really is Adam. Put him on! Put him on! Put him on! Put him on! I don't know that no, he would no. enjoy that. <laughs> he wouldn't appreciate it. He's a, he's a pro. He's a pro. And w- how did you meet him? And how did it start? How did I, you? I was become... in the technology space. I was a web developer. Um, I was uh, I ran a web development company that uh, a friend and I started out in LA and. So the, so where's the moderator at this point? Where's that where's didn't exist friend? yet? Um, it didn't exist yet. Didn't okay. exist yet. And because I I started my internet company in '95, and uh, Adam was just getting on Loveline. Um, I, I want to say uh, Ricky Ratman. Had Ricky Ratman, yeah. like yeah. like like December of '95. Post, it was post it was, poor man. It was, it was like K Rock Acoustic Christmas, and and uh, I guess I could say this now. Plus, it's not my show. <laughs> it's, uh, he hosted. He was like introduced like Alanis Morissette on stage as like a man hater or something, and then <laughs> right. like the next you day he was fired from Loveline. <laughs> right. And and Adam was already doing like color commentary on it. There was three guys, and then Adam stepped into his shoes and w- with Dr. Drew and started doing it. And I started listening to Adam long before I. 20 years before I knew Adam, it felt like. Um, anyway, I was working in the technology space and through a friend, uh, I had re- done some track days on the cars and stuff. And and he said, uh, hey, do you know Adam Kroll? I said, I don't know him, but I've listened to him all the time. And he said, you know, he's like, you're getting out of technology. You're getting more into cars. At that point, I did have Motorator as a brand. And uh, and he said, well, why don't you come by? And because we want to do this automotive podcast and do you want to produce and whatever. And I said, I don't know what that means, but sure. <laughs> um, but at the time I was just, I was getting more and more into the car. Uh, it was not the car companies, the Nissans, Toyotas, Fords of the year of, of our industry. It was all the aftermarket. That's what I love. Yeah. You know, um, I was the guy that tried to, I didn't wasn't in the industry and I was trying to sneak into the SEMA show. <laughs> yeah. Like I would drive out there and try to find try a way to find in. the guy who's sure. only going to be you there know? for two days. He can buy his credentials. Yeah. Me, right. And you I know? was that guy and yeah. I was going around to all these businesses and, and just, I just walked around to everybody out there. And I was like, Hey, you don't know me yet. My name is Matt. I'm, I'm going to start working in this industry. Hey, what are you going to do? I don't know. And I met Dr. Jamie Meyer at yeah, GM, at GM and, yeah. and, and, and Chris, uh, Chris now Douglas on the at, board of directors. Yeah. Chris yeah. Douglas at comp cams. Yeah, like right. I met all these guys. It was, it was Jamie Meyer at GM and he said, okay, let's sit down. Let's have some lunch. Tell me what you want to do. And I said, I want to do this. I want to do this. He's like, okay, you need to talk to this guy and this guy. And he goes, this guy's a little competitive. This is here. You need, you know. And I was like, you don't even know me. He just sat down, walked me through awesome. everything. And uh, Jamie and I are still friends to this day. And uh, and through a through a friend, I met Adam, and they said, come in and produce the show. And I started off by going, hey, you know, you need to have on your show on this car cast thing you're doing is the guys running these companies. Like, let's talk to a John Hotchkiss and a Gail Banks, which nobody was doing at the time. Now there's lines for them oh, at for SEMA. Oh, sure. Right. Right? Like, 
You well, were talking I, to Hennessy before well, anybody. Oh, the, Ken the, Lingenfelter. And the all television these guys. thing yeah. happened too, though, right? With you know, history and discovery going out and yeah. getting these car shows, and suddenly made our in, stars out of people in our industry. I mean, you look I, at I, David I, Freiberger, for example, who was the yeah. editor in chief at Hot Rod when I started here, and I've been here with seventeen years. And now he's this big TV star. That, what, you know. I, what we started doing in podcasting by trying to take you know the Hotchkiss and Banks of the world and starting to put them on as guests, I think we were doing it, and Bud Brutzman was doing it in the TV uh, side okay. very early, yeah. like very yeah. early, like rides and overhauling. And I hadn't met Bud yet, and I was seeing what he was doing, and I was like, well, this this sort of needs a podcast version of how those people started interacting. You know, when sure. when Vic Edelbrock shows up on overhauling or Christy Edelbrock sure. does and says, here's your Edelbrock crate engine. Like, well, that's a that's a cameo appearance. That's and and tell us about the engine and whatever. Then you start talking to Rob Simons at Edelbrock yeah. about supercharger manufacturing. He's like, that guy he's an engineer, right? He's never really in on camera or anything. It's like, well, in the podcasting world, we need to do that. So we yeah. started doing a lot of that and uh, now you've got to wait in line to get ken lingenfelder's uh, (laughs) autograph right right? (laughs) which is crazy he's the nicest guy in the world he'll talk to anybody but you know he's just everywhere but and and gil banks by the way like we've always loved episodes with him because i like sort of the nerdier kind of episodes that way is this full time for you I mean, and the, the, or are you still doing something on the side? Are you doing any tech? Are you doing? He's any mowing lawns re- and not delivering newspapers. Or- yeah, so, um, <laughs> what I'm doing is uh, I do the podcasts. I do three podcasts, right? Carcast with Adam, Carcast with Goldberg, and Shift and Steer. Mm-hmm. And um, and then I we we do some live show events as well. And just in the automotive space, um, I just host other events, sort of a host for hire. Okay. Um, and kind of fill in the blanks from that. You know? What's the last event that you hosted? Like- I hosted uh, Nissan's press event at the New York Auto Show, where we debuted. It was a heritage collection, so we debuted yeah. the 50th anniversary 370Z, yeah. the 50th anniversary Nissan GTR, the Which blue one with the white stripes, ass. and the new Nismo. Yes. Um, but while it was there, up on the you know the basically the shelves they built behind us was like the old you yeah. know generations of Nissan GTR and Z and everything We else. love yeah. Nissan on this yes, show. Yes, we do. We are presented yeah. by Nissan. I don't well, know if you there knew There you that. go. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I went out there and uh, worked with all those guys, and I interviewed uh, Hiroshi Tamura, who's in charge of the GTR brand, and my good friend Pete Brock. And Very cool. Peter Brock designed the Shelby Daytona Coupe. He designed the 63 split-window Corvette. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he's like a hero and, in the design world. And... When uh, when Newman Sharp, uh, Bob Sharp and Paul Newman ran all of the East Coast Datsun Nissan racing in the 70s and 80s, Pete Brock ran the West Coast version. And Adam Krola has a bunch of the Pete Brock collection of cars and the Newman cars. So Pete Brock is out of Vegas, and he's still uh, around and kicking and works harder than all of us in his 80s. And uh, uh, So Adam has a bunch of the BRE cars, which is the Brock racing cars and right. the Paul Newman cars. So. I got to interview him, and he showed up in his vintage. Uh, we did a we did a run through, and you know because uh, uh, Tamara San doesn't speak English that well, and I wanted to make sure we pre interview. Yeah, right. Uh, the day before, and then Pete said, uh, "I'm coming in tomorrow." I wanted to make sure. I was like, "What are you wearing? What are you wearing?" I want to make sure everything's right. Like, I ask a lot of questions, especially this is this is a you know a Japanese car company and very an American high, car company, yeah. and I'm interviewing a Japanese guy and a very American Pete Brock guy. 
And I said, what are you guys going to wear? What's your sensitivity on jokes? Right? Because <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah. you know. And right. so I went through all of this stuff. And Pete's going, I'm wearing my vintage gear. And he's got like the case. And in it is like his speed racer scarf from no like 1960 way. something. And Gail is there, his wife, who's wow. fantastic. And he's got the jacket. He's got his white pants. So uh, I roll up in like basically a suit. Tomorrow San's wearing a suit. Pete Brock looks like Speed Racer, and it was fantastic. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, that was a great event. Keeping it in the family, uh, the, the Motor Trend family, uh, Goldberg and I are going to Roadkill Nights. We're oh, going to cool. be there awesome. August 10th in Detroit. Awesome. We're doing CarCast Live, and then we're going up again for round two of the Celebrity Drag Race match. Now, keep in mind... That it was Richard Rawlings and yes. me and Christy Lee and Freiberger right. and Finnegan. I'm hitting your microphone. No, it's here. okay. Okay. And Goldberg won the whole thing. He beat Finnegan. He beat Freiberger. Richard no Rawlings kidding. hit the wall because he's Richard Rawlings. Yeah, I saw the video because obviously yeah. internally, right? So you know, people are sharing stuff ahead yeah, of it. Yeah. And they're like, "Hey, uh, look at this!" Yeah, I'm like, "Hit Ooh. the wall!" Ouch. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I, I tell you, I don't think Dodger was happy about that. No. No, because they, they had a they had a bunch of the cars there. Yeah. And uh, they were running Hellcats. Yeah. They brought it back in, and they're like, hey, you know, Matt, you go up next. And then the guys from Dodge came over. They're like, eh. They're like, we can't let you drive this car. This, yeah. There's no way. It was, it was, it was way more damage than yeah. you thought. Like, yeah, yeah it was suspension. It was, so they're like, bring in the backup car, which yeah. they don't want to do. Right, right. So this year, we're not running Hellcats. We're running those 1320s, the okay. Challenger 13, yeah. naturally okay. aspirated yeah, cars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Goldberg and I raced those. At you guys speed are too wild. This is why we can't have nice stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you, Richard Rollins, for ruining <laughs> yeah. it for everybody. Yeah, thanks for ruining Damn everything, it, Richard. <laughs> uh, so we're gonna go up there and do that, and then Adam and I will be in Monterey, and then uh, man, you got a busy uh, schedule. Live shows, yeah. So we're doing Monterey. Um, Adam's doing a live comedy show Saturday night in Monterey, which is the seventeenth or something like that. Okay. Um, and then uh, we're going to Portland. The World of Speed is a museum outside of Portland. Amazing. Which is fantastic. Yes. We're doing one of our CarCast events there. It's a CarCast car show on Friday. Everybody can come out. And then Adam and I are doing a live CarCast. We're interviewing Mario Andretti. Oh, wow. Which I'm excited By about. By the way, Mario Andretti also just crashed a car not too long ago. <laughs> yeah. Well, as long as he shows up to my podcast, because we've been selling tickets to that damn thing. Oh, um, and then you guys need to come out, bring some trucks. So SEMA show like is that. coming up. And at the end of SEMA, that Friday night, the last night of SEMA, after mm-hmm. SEMA ignited, yep. after their big show, we are screening our new Shelby documentary <gasps> at the Palms Hotel. Very cool. And then Saturday wow. during the day, we're having a huge car cast event. It's a car show event at Las Vegas Motor Speedway. And you should be able to rent supercars. Uh, you won't be able to bring your own car on the track, but you can rent the supercars there. And then we'll be doing a live car cast show there as well. So there's going to be a huge car uh, show. You know what I'm feeling? And booze. And, and I'm I want to see some trucks out I'm there. I'm feeling pod crossover here is what <laughs> I'm feeling. <laughs> right? So we've got a bunch handshake. of events. Um, uh, a car cast show has all the events. AdamCrawler.com has all the events. And... Thank you for the plug. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag Podcross. I mean, look, look, look. So we're, we're. I mean, we've done, this is what, 78, 79? What episode yeah. is this? 79, I believe. 79. So we're, we're newbies. I mean, you've been doing yeah. this for years. And we make no bones about it. Like, we are, we're learning. And you, you and sometimes Adam slowly are the are the greats in this world. Yes, we bow whether, down. Whether you look at it like that or not, you yeah, are. So, but that's that's a pretty amazing compliment to get from Lightning, the K Rock veteran sitting here. <laughs> yeah, it's I been mean, producing Kevin and Bean and big shows still, for yeah, long decades, man. Anytime you do something new, but I was, I mean, we I have was, a K Rock doc as well. Yes. 
That's, I know. That's, there's a whole, a whole, that's a whole other story. That's a whole other story. Yeah. Whole whole other story. I would like to see that come to market. Like, yeah. I don't yeah. know. We're yeah. still working. Everybody's working hard on that. Yeah. I, I, I've heard. Jimmy's working. Adam's working. Everybody's working. I've heard Jimmy's from Lightning spo- about it. I, I he's can't supposed wait. to be out selling it right now. Yeah. He should be. Yeah, but yeah. he's doing that stupid late night thing. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> you know, also, he's, you know, he's being a good dad and he's. In, and he's That just takes up a lot of time, by the way. Yeah. And And barbecuing. Yeah. Jimmy's the chef. He is a chef. He's an amazing chef. He comes over for Super Bowl and he he barbecues up all the wings. Dude, his and table in his in his in his old house when he was next to Adam up on the hill, mm-hmm. he had the coolest table where you would you would sit around for I forget how he organized it, but for lunch it would sit at like this table right now. What's that? Like thirty six inches off the ground, and for for dinner you'd have to ask Adam. He knows. Right, right, because he's a contractor. <laughs> but then for dinner, he pushes the button, it's and the table raises up, so it's a little more formal. B- you feel like, yeah, oh, yeah. Style or? So it had like hydraulics in the table and everything. <laughs> of course and then did. Jimmy also had the glass case. I don't know if he still does. He has the glass case that you'd normally see. You've got like Polly's pies or some. Yeah, yeah, pie. yeah, right. They'd be like a rotisserie of pies, <laughs> pies? but it's all glass. Yeah. He would, have, he would have his stuff rotating, so you'd walk into his house and go, hmm, I'll have that, and I'll have that, and I'll have that. Oh, the only thing God. better than that is like the all-you-can-eat sushi that comes on the rail cart around the table. Kind like, of like that, know, right? You know, yeah. So what's funny is this not very truck stuffy, but there was a great a year ago, like an op-ed piece written by his wife Molly. She's a uh, one of the, I guess, the head writer on yes, amazing on, writer on the show. She's fantastic, and they got the little kids, and she's. She goes, I think she goes in a little bit earlier. She gets the writing team together, does the whole thing. So when she's making breakfast in the morning, it's kind of like, here's some cereal, get it yourself. And Jimmy makes the breakfast in the morning and he has like, you know, like uh, the ketchup squeezy bottles, you know, like, (laughs) you know, like, Mm -hmm. and he's got like all of them filled with different types of and colors of of pancake batter <laughs> and he makes like what do you want do you want do you want uh, mickey mouse pancakes and all this stuff she, she wrote this great piece about how he's ruining her life as far as breakfast <laughs> for the kids because he'll make breakfast it'll be this phenomenal because he's such a good chef it's and, so weird and like, she's like i'm in a rush eat some damn yeah. cereal and he's like i'm gonna make pancakes for everybody <laughs> so and they're like now they're like we want dad to make us breakfast yeah, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> when i went up up when i moved up to the valley when i was uh, jimmy got hired and he moved up with his other wife, Gina, his first wife, and he, I could barely afford my rent. And I would literally go, I'm going to the store. He's like, what are you doing, light? And I go, I'm going to the store. I'm buying Top Robin. No, come on. He would make hoagies for me at his house. Like amazing. Because he is, I mean, Italian food, that's his thing. Because he's Italian. That's and what like, Adam keeps telling me. I don't know him. That I, he comes over a Super Bowl party, and, and I get it. a chance to eat a bunch of barbecue wings. I don't and even I like wish, football. <laughs> I wish that I had like soaked. To, I didn't know. No one knew that he was going to turn out to be Jimmy Kimmel that he is today. Yeah, he was I just think Jimmy knew. I he knew. Adam knew. Adam knew. I don't think that Adam showed hmm. me the picture. Of Jimmy Kimmel like leaning against his car when he was like 16, and he had a personalized license plate that said "Late Night." Late Night. Oh, really? Well, yeah. So when he turned 16, he had a late night. Um, 16, cake. 18, something like that. Yeah. He had a late night uh, birthday cake. It yeah. said "Late Night." Yeah. Oh, and he was obsessed with Letterman, and he wanted to be. But we knew that about him. But everyone has. I obsess over you know Lamborghinis. I don't have one, but he made he willed it into I tell reality. You, both these guys, Adam and Jimmy, both and these guys have a motor. Like they just have so much drive, and yeah. they just make. Well, happen. what I wanted to say is like he makes like, us found, so, feel like so, losers so, sitting over here. <laughs> I know we're taking it sideways, but like, so, so Jimmy that Jimmy thought he had narcolepsy. So when he was doing when Ben Stein's money, um, he went to Doctor Drew and he said, "I have narcolepsy. What I do? What do I do about it?" And 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 I don't remember what Drew said about it at Drew the time. Drew said, "Hit but, the gym." Um, <laughs> but 
Jimmy would argue with us and say that he had narcolepsy, and we'd go, you work 22 hours a day because he was doing the morning show, waking yeah. up at 3.30. Then he was doing Win ben, ben Stein's Money. Then he was working on the late night pitches and everything else. So he was literally working 22 hours a day, and he was falling asleep in the middle of the day, and he was self-diagnosing him to, as having narcolepsy. He's just tired. I'm like, you're working yourself to death. Yeah. And But he was so obsessed with making all that happen. Adam, kind of a different deal. Adam Carolla was uh, fascinating in that he had the ability to walk into a room, make everyone laugh in four minutes, and then leave. And when he left, I don't know what he was doing. He was like, uh, where Jimmy would like make sure that the jokes are all perfect and write it out and spend tons and tons of time where Adam would just come in and slay and then leave and then go do contracting and build another Listen, house. I will tell you, Adam Carolla is the best improv guy on the planet i think you're right on that note i will say um <laughs> welcome to the truck world thank you i am a truck guy now i, uh, I love that what makes you a truck guy i'm mean, having, having a truck having a truck <laughs> yeah that, I think that's step one <laughs> see you later guys <laughs> it's like the south park under, it's like the south park underpants gnomes where step one is still underpants step two is shrug <laughs> step three make profit there's gotta be a, there's a like truck one like that right where step one own truck yeah. step two Eh. Hold on a second, but wait Except a minute. Truck guy. I need to I need to stop here because I think there are guys that own trucks that aren't truck guys. I, that's fine. I'm just saying you can't listen. Yeah. Okay. Like, it's like this: there are guys that own trucks because they have to. That's or, fine. But are there guys not that own every, trucks that own other things. Not as every well because... guy who owns a truck is a truck guy. But you can't be a truck guy and not owned or have owned a truck. How many guys own a Lightning and an M3? Hmm. Yeah. Really? One just guy the, in this just room. Just the one guy. Wait, are you telling me the M3 doesn't run either? Uh, well, it doesn't run today. Okay. What's going to be faster when you're done, the uh, M3 or the uh, Lightning? The M3, because it'll hook up more. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll get you some sandbags. For the yeah, I'm lightning. telling you, we're gonna have to put, like, we're gonna put some people back there. <laughs> we're just we, we're chubby fat asses. We'll sit, we'll in, the sit back. In, the back. in the back, yeah, just for the thrill ride. Go, helmet. go, man, yeah. go! I get some of those super Instagram uh, story. Yeah. Oh, get let's some, go like who's, those. Whose lightning are we in the back of? Yeah, or lightning in the lightning. Let's get those little brat seats, put them backwards, and you and I will sit yeah, in the back and just whip it around. Buckle you in. Yeah, we'll do a lightning in a lightning track. I like that. Oh my god, this has been a lot of fun, dude. Oh man, thanks so much for having me. All I had to do was buy a truck to get in here. Well, I mean, we would have let you in anyway and figured <laughs> yeah. something out, but I'm glad you bought the truck. Totally makes yeah. it more I, We spent more time on, on Mustangs and- Yeah, well, Ed's and, okay. And we're just, we're gearheads, right? At the and end of the day, we like to joke that our show is about 75% trucks. Yeah. You know, because we, we wander off into food, we wander off into cars, we yeah. wander off into supercars, we wander off into uh, just all sorts of stuff. We well, just we I'm going to wander off into fun. some early dinner now. Yeah, well, there you <laughs> go. That's, a, that's probably a good idea. All right, man. You are the man. Thank you very much for coming in, man. Thanks a lot. Appreciate it. Well, hopefully we see you soon. Holman, how are you feeling about a little dance music? Oh, must be email time. You email? Yeah. I email. Do it. We email. That's right. Everybody email. Type it up. You email. Proofread. I email. Send it. We email. Click it. Everybody email. Yeah, when Omar was singing that, he had... Uh, you can tell by the vibrato in his voice, he was feeling very West Hollywood. You know Is what I mean? he uh, still coming to our party? As far as I know. All right. If you want to come, deck.com slash truck show. Enter to win. Trip for two. Out to L.A. to spend, uh, well, it's supposed to be just that. Well, you'll spend the weekend. You'll come to our party. And then if you want to go out with us afterwards, Holman and I will show you the town. Or just drive uh, to El Scendo. And, or, and then, and yeah. Go to Facebook. Oh, you know what? Here's the thing. When we leave the party and we go to wherever we're going. Yeah. We have to invite everyone. They all have to come with us. 
So we better find a really big place. Yep. We need to find a brewery. I mean, I, uh, I mean, it's not like we don't know how to find breweries. Well, I know, but we need to get they uh, litter the landscape around here. We yeah. Should we go to Smog City? Do you want to do Phantom Carriage? Should we do? I mean, uh, I like Phantom Carriage. Hmm. I mean, there's a bunch of places. Yeah. Um, but Phantom Carriage, we can listen to heavy metal uh-huh. and watch horror movies as we drink. As we sours. drink, yeah. Well, I think that's uh, I think yeah. that's good. I Nothing like better that. than Freddy Krueger movies and sours. Or we just uh, we just hang out awkwardly until everybody leaves. I don't want to. do I that. wonder who the last listener will be. It'll be the one guy who comes to your party and then doesn't ever leave your house, and you're like, um, dude, it's midnight. It's, I go I have I have thrown parties and gone to bed and then come down to use the restroom. Yeah, and there's people still there, and you're like, you uh, have not. Yeah, and I'm like, hey. Wh- what part of me going to bed would stay up in, in in my house? Wait, you're telling me that you have told people to leave that you, the party's over, yeah, and then you left. I went to bed, and then you had to get up to go to the bathroom in the middle of the night, and and they're still there. But what are they doing? Are they passed out? Watching TV. They're watching TV. <laughs> yes, that amazes me. No, that's I someone that. Everybody has that friend. Somebody's had to have had that happen, right? All right. right. Well, (laughs) if you want to go, head over to our uh, Facebook page, Truck Show Podcast, and make sure you RSVP for the event so we can make sure we have enough food for everybody. And uh, we hope to see you uh, on August 10th. So uh, 1 to 5 p.m. Okay, so first email is uh, from Robert, who goes under the the email Gascoons. Hey, guys, Robert from Utah here. Lightning, you were driving me absolutely nuts arguing about the Area 51 raid. Of course the military will use every bit of non-lethal strategy before opening fire. But when these mouth-breathing alien lovers cross the point of no return, <laughs> they will absolutely use what force they see necessary. And he has open fire in parentheses. <laughs> Thanks for the amazing podcast. I'm still in the five-star group. And give old Colby White an embargo. Embargo. All right. All right, how about one here from, uh, looks like our buddy Trevor uh, is going to uh, check in, and he says, lightning is on crack. Uh, is that true? Wait, why this time? No, I am I do not like crack. Uh, dude, there's absolutely no chance they're letting anyone get past a certain point in the desert Area 51. There would absolutely be a loss of property, damaged vehicles, and even injuries or death if people push it too far. Yes, it would be an absolute PR nightmare, but flip the script the other way. You're saying they wouldn't do anything and just let people drive up on base after lots of empty warnings? Think of the precedent that that sets going forward for all civilian and military interactions. People would lose the appropriate healthy fear of the military's power and command. Also, what if the whole thing's a Russian bot ploy and all 1.6 million people (laughs) on Facebook are bots? And it's just a cover-up for an invasion. And the people that show up are actually terrorists. You think the military is uh, ready to risk that? Nope. No, so here's the deal. Uh, no one's going to fire anything at anybody. That's what's going to go down. I mean, if, what's going to go sti- down? What I, do you mean? I'm, I'm that's st- what's going to go I'm down. I'm still. That's what's going to happen. If 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 five thousand off-road vehicles traverse the desert uh-huh. and they go to this, I'm just, I'm I am sticking with my story. I believe that there will be no shots fired. Wow, really? Yep. Uh, okay. No um, shots fired. This one from Jeremy Poindexter. I'm needing the contact info for the guy that rents tanks. I'm having a little get-together in Nevada in September and would love to use one for a few days. Thanks, Jeremy. <laughs> All right, so, Jeremy, you're looking for driveatank.com. That's driveatank.com. Uh, and also make sure that you get the uh, extra insurance with that uh, thing because yes. uh, I have a feeling that their bombs are going to be a little bit bigger than your tank. Uh, all right, we got one here from Jordan. Jordan says, Holman, Holman, Holman. Is this our Jordan? Uh, this is, no, not, this is our Jordan that works at Motor Trend, not our Jordan oh, that owns Daytona, Daytona Truck, truck Meet. Me. Yeah. Okay. 
Holman, 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 tisk tisk. The line isn't my Schwartz is bigger than yours. It's I see your Schwartz is as big as mine. You owe me two shirts and now one of every type of sticker you got. <laughs> Tell Jabubli that I seen that on YouTube. Oh, I hate you, <laughs> Jordan. Uh, this one's titled Rockstore from Brian. Uh, you guys are talking about the target market for these things, and I really can't figure out who's going to be buying these Rockstores. For the around $19,000 range that they start at, I could buy an awesome CJ5 probably with an LS swap and be street legal without any trouble. They are making a product that's looking for a spot to fit in instead of being developed to fill in a gap in the marketplace. By the way, the jingles never stop being annoying as hell, but the quality content keeps me coming back. Five stars, he says. All right. Uh, and we don't do five star on nope. this, as I learned last, uh, last episode. Because this is an email segment. Right, because you have Not a review it. segment. Okay, okay, got it, got it. Uh, here's one from Caleb. He says, traffic. Hey, guys, my name's Caleb, and I live in Southern California. I have a pretty unique job that not a lot of people can say that they have. I have to drive around Southern California and put up signs for real estate agents that let you know they have a house available for sale. Hmm. Daily Driver's an 06 Tacoma pre-runner. I won't get into it right now, but it's the worst truck I've ever had. <laughs> I paid $13,000 for the truck, and between me and the extended warranty, over 20000 has gone into repair, including uh, an engine replacement. Oh, no. You don't, usually don't hear about that on any, let alone not Toyota. Toyota. Well, any vehicle. I mean, that's, that's, that's a bad one. Especially not a Toyota. Jeez. Uh, my territory that I have, the possibility of driving every day is from Santa Barbara to San Bernardino to Santa Ana and everything in between. Ouch. Pause so Lightning can catch his breath. Yes, it's horrible. I drive between 300 and 500 miles every day in Southern California traffic. Oh. But I've been doing it so long, I pretty much know where traffic's going to be and when I can try to time my route right. That is just a nightmare. Traffic is the bane of my existence, adding three to four hours on top of a route that my GPS tells me is eight hours of drive time without traffic included. Love the podcast. I love hearing all the old stories. Some of them have inspired me to try and get into fabrication. I have two ideas. I'm going to try and get on the SEMA launch pad over the next couple of years. I'm looking into a huge parking lot in Lancaster to rent for a weekend to host a truck show. And we'd love to talk to Lightning about producing an event. So, Caleb, if you really are serious about throwing a truck show in Lancaster, I am all ears. Just give me a give me a shout. Did you see uh, on our – I'm saying did you see because it's Instagram. Okay. Uh, somebody sent us, and I put it on our story, a picture of the hood up on a Duramax and the uh, – the writing says, why do they make it so difficult to change the spark plugs on this Duramax? <laughs> <laughs> See, because there's no yeah. spark plugs. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to let you read this one. Oh, no. I'm worried. It's got a smile emoji at the end. Okay. Where do you work? Question mark. Question mark is the subject line from Brandon. Hey, Lightning. How is it wrong for you to talk about banks when Holman seems to always be talking about being a journalist and working for Motor Trend? LOL, just had to throw that out there. Loving it. Go Lightning! And he has <laughs> hey, uh, all right. smiles. Hold on, I'm going to add that tally to the Lightning column over here. Yeah. Uh, simple fact is uh, mostly I just do it to bust Lightning's balls because mm -hmm. it's funny. Yep. Uh, but the reality is is that uh, Motor Trend owns our show, and so uh, we're talking about the owners, whereas that other company doesn't advertise but gets a lot of exposure, and so that's part of the reason of why I bust Lightning's balls all the time. Yeah. And when the company that I work for starts buying advertising, which would mean that I was signing the check and which is I was sort of a conflict us. of interest, yeah, right? Yeah, it it's very, it's very weird. So I think it's best if I just it, when if it comes up organically, uh, like with like it did with with you know Matt was in studio, then uh, great. And it comes up organically a lot. But we're just this part of the shtick. We're just having fun with each other. Uh, yeah, we I love so. that other company owned by that uh, awesome gentleman in the space, <laughs> and yeah. uh, we are all good friends. I just like to uh, I just like to 
pester lightning yeah. as much as possible. So what you say, Holman, becomes mm-hmm. reality. You, you mm-hmm. haven't worked in radio before. No. But you have worked in print for many years. If you print something enough in a magazine, uh-huh. people will start to believe it over time. Yes. And if you say that I have, uh, I don't know, a wooden leg, there will be a subset of our listeners that will believe that I have a wooden leg. You if do you have say a wooden it leg. Enough, well, no, no. Well, you do have a wooden leg. I have a, a real wooden f- leg. I have a wooden leg and a real foot. A wooden leg. <laughs> see, but then when you confirm it, right. that doesn't help your cause any. Especially right. when you actually do have a wooden leg. But see, with like the other thing that you talk about, the other vehicle that I drive, uh-huh. that one it starts to peep. How do I say this? Laugh? Uh, no, the people <laughs> do laugh, but then it starts to bug people and they get angry. Nobody's and they, angry. And they start hating me. No, they all know you used to have a truck. You just have to get a new one again. I do need to get another one. Bad. Badly. Yeah, see? So I'm backing my man Lightning here. <laughs> He's going to go that. get a truck. He's going to be fine. That's right. He's going to go buy a lightning from our friend Matt who I has a really lightning. should have bought a lightning. <laughs> oh, damn. Nah, I don't know I feel what like, I was thinking. No, nah, I feel like that's too, uh, no, too predictable. I, I, but see, that truck never excited me. I love Matt's out here, but I just, I, 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 it never spoke to me. That that truck, the body style, granted I love the OBS thing, but it just never, it never spoke to me. Yeah, I just, I feel like it's too cliche. You got to get something different. I'm I'm gonna get something that's gonna surprise mm. everyone. I really do. I yeah, but so. I'm worried that you'll get something that's so out of left field that people will scratch their heads and go, "Like, here's what I'm worried about. You're gonna go. I'm gonna go spend 500 bucks on a truck, mm-hmm. and you're gonna end up with a 79 diesel Rabbit pickup or something like that. <laughs> no. And then I'm gonna shake well, my that's head. Not a, that's and not I'm gonna a truck. Be like, what, what are you doing? I'm not gonna get uh, an El Camino, and I'm not gonna get yeah. a uh, uh, what's the Brat, and I'm not gonna get a. Uh, uh, what's the other one we make fun of all the time? The Honda Ridgeline. Uh-huh. I'm not going to get any of those. Nobody makes fun of the Ridgeline. That right there is a real <laughs> man's truck. By the way, did you see that picture on? I'm Instagram? the one that shared it. That? Yes, okay. I posted it. I yes, can't remember. The Ridgeline right? carrying uh, wood from Home Depot, and it's out through the center <laughs> yeah. glass in the back window, and, and it, it's overhanging about 20 feet behind the yeah. thing. And that was a good one. All right. Well, as long as we're perpetuating uh, rumors and uh, turning. Uh, things into reality uh why don't we revisit our reviews Tur- turning fans into haters is no that what we're no doing? no we're gonna we're gonna talk about five stars oh. and hopefully people will subscribe and give us five stars oh okay five star review five stars thanks sammy all right so uh we have one that says yeah buddy from red fabco hands down yeah the- buddy you can't say yeah buddy and then continue with I, the I, I know i rushed through it hands down the best truck content available jingles grow on you i promise <laughs> well and he says who's he promising the people reading the reviews. Oh, okay. All right. And he says, five, five stars. stars. All right, how about uh, squish this? Five stars. <laughs> wait, wait, hold on. Oh. Wait, wait, wait. You can't say five stars and then put up your hand. I'm going to. Well, the problem is that is his uh, his title is five stars, but he yeah. also says the five stars in the uh, in the print. And you, he gave us five stars. So you, it's like triple five stars. You need to pause so I can get my hand in the air and we can actually right. do the you know, right. high five. Yeah. Squish this. Yes. Five stars. There from we go. 1979 Wagoneer. I want your I want your five stars to be snappier, not five star. I okay. want a I want it. How about uh best podcast by far? Noah coming in from Kentucky and five, five stars. stars. There you go. Not better. Now you're still you're you're lagging a little bit. All right. How about uh typing this in my 06 Duramax 3500 <laughs> crew cab single rear wheel with 310,000 miles. Oh wow. I also have an 01 S10 with a six liter LS and my grandfather's 95 C15. You think this guy is a Chevy guy? Yep. C1500 loaded with 85,000 miles. Wife has a six speed 
16 Jeep Unlimited, JKU, and bought our five and eight-year-old daughter a five-speed TJ. Yes. Wait, but what daughter? What? Bought our five and eight-year-old daughter a five-speed TJ. A five and eight-year-old daughters? Why do they get a Jeep? Why do they get cars? I don't know, trucks. but they did. Jeeps. Uh, what? Love trucks, love the show, and five stars. stars. And yeah, buddy. Oh, I wasn't seeing that coming. Uh, it was yeah, high. buddy. From Oki Redneck. Uh, well, now we know why he's buying a five-year-old and eight-year-old Jeeps. <laughs> all right. So in order to uh, perpetuate all this, uh, you know, like you were saying, mm-hmm. if you say something enough, people will believe it. Right. Kind of like we're a five-star podcast. Yes, we are. Five-star review. Five-star. Thanks, Emmy. Oh, we love Emmy. She's coming on. And she still claims to be coming to our party. Claims is the integral word right well, there. I know. We'll see if she comes. Uh, we've got this one here from... Uh, Chris Brown, 2353. Do you think that's the real Chris Brown? Chris Brown, like the rapper Chris no, Brown? I, that's, I'm going to go with it. No, it's not the he real Chris Brown. He doesn't listen to us? Yeah, Chris Brown drives really? a Lamborghini. Do you think Chris doesn't Br- drive a truck. Do you think Chris Brown is a common name? Uh, yeah, <laughs> I, I think he probably is. He says, a longtime Roadkill fan. I've always loved hearing interviews with Mike and Dave off camera uh, and stories of how they got to where they are today. The key is mini trucks. Like most of the jingles were a huge turnoff, but something about this had me wanting more. So I binged the whole catalog and find myself humming the jingles throughout the week, waiting for the next episode to be released. Being an all-around car guy that's owned cars and trucks with all kinds of different flavors, I love the diversity of topics and include the industry history plus current and upcoming trends. Came for the Mike Finnegan episodes, stayed for the wealth of knowledge, and five, five stars. stars. Thank you, Chris. We appreciate that. Thank you. Uh, this one's from Demon64. Love listening to y'all while I'm working. It helps me get a laugh and information throughout the day and... Five stars. We appreciate that. All right, we got uh, Wolf Girl Lover Forty Eight. She says, uh, "I'm an 11 year old girl, and my uncle talks about trucks all the time. He listens to the show and loves it. He got me to listen to it, so him and I talk trucks and sing the jingles. Love every minute of it. That's, oh, that's awesome. Very cool. Love the family time. Yeah. The, uh, the truck show podcast is uh, is keeping you all together. So uh, she says, great show and five, five stars. stars. It's funny because when we listen to the uh, truck show podcast, my our family, families leave. Yep, they all leave. Yeah, yep. I've been told many times I don't want to listen to your podcast <laughs> in the car. I've had uh, I've been editing and yeah. I've had people say, "What are you listening to?" And I said, "The upcoming episode of the podcast." Yep. And they say, "Could we not do that now?" Yep, and I've I'm had. Like, Can you drop us off here? And continue with your trip. <laughs> wow. That's harsh. No, I'm kidding. That didn't happen. All right. Uh, we've got Although one. it'd be funny if it did. Uh, James M. Ross says, best in the business and five, five stars. stars. Best in the business. I love that. What business? I, the business of podcasting. Okay. Uh, we've got nickname taken four says, ruined all other <laughs> podcasts. Found the Truck Show podcast from the Muscle Car Place. Since I've started listening, I've yet to go back to any other podcast. I'm only on episode 23, but so far amazed by the guest list. Episode 19 was unbelievable. You got a lot of catching up to do. And he says, five stars. stars. Yeah, buddy. And this is my favorite one as of late. Uh, this is uh, MT Roadrunner, and uh, it's Tamako is the title. Tamako, okay. It says, remember the Simpsons episode where Homer accidentally creates Tamako, the tomato crossed with tobacco? It tastes really weird, but you just can't stop. That pretty much describes the Truck Show podcast. Half the time, I have no idea what's going on, but I just can't stop. In Bart's <laughs> words, it's refreshingly addictive. And Lightning, I'm right there with you without a truck. A job change made a car way more practical in the short term. But when I'm ready for a truck again, I'll be so much more educated. I think. I and think. <laughs> and I, uh, hold wait, on. wait, wait, wait. Ready? Set, go. And five stars. And that was from MT Roadrunner. So right. we appreciate it, man. Thank you. Man, I love all these five-star reviews. Everybody, uh, you guys rallied ever since we announced the uh, – if you know, I believe it was what uh, May that we said if we got 500 five star reviews that we would have our party. Yep. 
We're at over uh, 550 now and uh, almost 600 total. We are going to have one hell of a shindig at 10,000. <laughs> <laughs> There'll be a lot of people We're going to yes. need to rent out a stadium or that something. That would be awesome. Uh, it would be awesome. Uh, so please, if you, uh, if you love the show, hop on iTunes, uh, Apple Podcasts, and yep. leave us a five-star review. And make sure you subscribe and share with your friends. Or if you know anybody who's listening that isn't subscribed, just go steal their phone yeah. and subscribe. You know, we did not play any five-star hotline calls, but we do want you to call the five-star hotline. Leave us a message, 657-205-6105. That's 657-205-6105. Leave us a message. If you've got an interesting truck story, uh, you've got questions for Holman uh, about what do I, what part do I need to bolt on, fuel economy, suspension, whatever you got, shoot it at Or if you just want to make us argue. Say something uh, that'll cause us to... Uh, it wouldn't be the first time, but it won't be the last. Yeah, so 657-205-6105. Five stars. Five stars. Hotline. And we will integrate you into the show. And uh, don't forget, if you uh, prefer to type words rather than uh, leave a voicemail, truckshowpodcast at gmail.com. And of course, our socials at truckshowpodcast on uh, Facebook and Instagram. Truck Podcast on Twitter. Stop it with the Twitter already. The Truck Show, The Truck Show, The Truck Show, oh, oh. Grown men do not tweet, is what I'm saying. Uh, which is why we have 50 people, <laughs> or something like that. <laughs> All right, uh, don't forget, head on over to uh, NissanUSA.com. Check out that killer 2019 Nissan Titan if you're in the market for a half-ton truck with some awesome features at a value and affordable price with a bunch of different things and a great warranty and super reliable and Titan boxes and Fender audio and you can get a platinum reserve for like under 60k it just sounds like you just shotgun you just took a machine gun and went <laughs> everything I know about these hot trucks <laughs> <laughs> Pro 4X with Bill Steins and General Grabber tires and a 5.6 liter here's V8 what I want to say stop stop for one okay, second okay. here's what I want to say about, about Nissan uh-huh. and this is that they what believed I, in us before anyone else did? Uh, well, there is That's that, true. of course. Yes. Here, here's the thing about Nissan. Okay. If you guys are looking for a truck, Nissan will surprise you for this reason. They pack more value into the truck than the other manufacturers. You get more for your money. Absolutely. Period. That's and, just it. And the best warranty in the business. That's it. Five-year, 100,000 miles. I love the Titan. I mean, I think we both do. All right. You know what else I love? You love Decked. I do love Decked. Do you know why? Uh, I mean, there's I, there's a lot of reasons. So, A, you love the buttery smooth drawers. Okay. They have yes. Texas ball bearings. Uh-huh. You love the fact that you can put 2,000 pounds on top of I the do. deck system. Uh-huh. You love the fact that, um, like, construction workers that have used, like, that those big, ugly boxes behind the rear window for many years. Anymore. They don't have to anymore. <laughs> totally. What am I missing? Well, how about the fact that Decked wants to send you out to hang out with us? Well, that could be good and could be bad. Well, it's probably bad, but let's just tell Decked it's good. <laughs> Decked.com slash truck show. Enter to win. You only have a couple of days. The uh, The whole contest ends July 31st at, I think it's 11.59 p.m. That's so it. get on it. Oh, that would suck if they, they're hearing this now and the contest has already ended. Which is why you should listen to this show. On Mondays when it comes out. That's true. Except for when we release it late on Tuesdays. <laughs> well, it happens sometimes. <laughs> there, is, <laughs> there is that. 